This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. of bad ideas episode number 160 i'm jason i'm jeff i'm blake and with us this week is andrew satterfield from the cincinnati comic expo <laughs> welcome andrew welcome <laughs> contain your excitement this week <laughs> uh you're here to uh announce a couple of things this week uh with your cincinnati comic expo yeah, so what do you do for the Cincinnati Comic Expo? You're here with the Cincinnati Comic Expo, but let's remind everybody just how important Andrew is. He is the, he is the BFG. The big fucking giant? No, the big fucking guy. Oh! <laughs> You're the founder, correct? Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, I mean, it's just not me. There's other people involved in it. You know, like my best friend, Matt Bredesteg. Now, screw those guys. No, he's not here, is he? You're the only one No, here, you're right? the only one here. So yeah, We couldn't do this show without a team effort. So, <laughs> but, uh, this so it's so nice of you to include other people. We <laughs> no, know you're the guy behind everything. There's a whole everything. group of people from Chris and, and our volunteer coordinators, Ashley, Caroline, and, uh, and Aaron. Just a lot of people involved to put this on. So it's a, but where it's a, are they, Andrew? Why are they not here tonight? They have a lot better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> they have a life. <laughs> um, I just like enjoy hanging out with you guys. Well, now you're just being facetious. <laughs> it's only taken you about a fucking year to come back, Andrew. <laughs> I never got invited again. I thought I screwed up. No. <laughs> you listen to our show? No. <laughs> Why should he? No one else does. <laughs> it's nothing but one major screw up. <laughs> no, I know you guys tag us like every day. So I yes, we do. So yes, I we do. I appreciate that. I do see that come across, and I, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. You're also on our iTunes uh, podcast too. A link on oh, there. That's, yeah. that's very nice. Yeah, we try. 
would be the least we could do. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, So you started this week, uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo, releasing some of the names coming to it. Oh, yeah. And I saw the one today, which I was very excited about. Cliff Clavin is coming. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) John Ratzenberger. From Cheers? Yes. Awesome. From every Pixar movie ever made? No, the other Cliff Clavin. (laughs) (laughs) He was in Perfect Strangers. Now, it's it's somebody that we've always wanted to have as a guest. And this seemed like the right year with the guest list that we're putting together. And, um, yeah, so we, uh, uh, we're we very happy to have him. He's got, he appeals to so many people. He's one of those guys that targets a lot of demographics. He's, he was in Empire Strikes Back. Yes, he was. You know, so he was also in every Pixar movie, and there's a new Cars movie coming out soon. So I'm hoping that he will reprise his voice again as Mac... Um, so, and then he's also, also in Cheers, so he's got that classic character to his, to his resume that people recognize. Yeah, well, you know, a little known fact about Cliff Clavin. <laughs> that was, that was your Cliff? Yeah. <laughs> that was a really bad Cliff, and that's coming from me. It was bad. Yeah. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to channel Cliff Clavin, but yeah. I couldn't, I could only get like, oh, Oh, I know, a little known <laughs> fact. Uh, well, uh, actually, Nami, see, it was the ancient Peloponnesians. That was a lot better. <laughs> it was the moose. And it wasn't that good either. Yeah, oh, wait, wrong show. No, Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew, continue. <laughs> no, no, I'm just about wrapping up. So, <laughs> and, and then you also have, I know uh, Nickel from our friends at uh, Graphic Novice Podcast, North of the Border, uh, he is a huge Craig Capullo fan. Does I say it right? Capullo? Capullo. That, that's how I say it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's okay. Nickel. But north of the border, we call them 3.5 because <laughs> Canadians aren't worth that much compared to U.S. currency citizens. No, that was uh, we have a big oh, base sorry, yeah, he's, uh, Last year, when we put together the, the comic book talent we had, I was like, man, we got some. How do we come come up with this? How do we repeat it? And uh, the talent that we have coming for comic book guests this year. Is is amazing. Like I didn't know how we we're gonna do it, and we've done it. So, and the names will be rolling out over the next several months. And he's just the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. Can you make him show up in a uh, postal service uniform? Greg Cliff, Cl- Greg Capullo. Yeah. That was kind of odd. <laughs> no, he's an artist. I'm, I'm still stuck on Cliff. <laughs> I, was say. Well, I think it'd be cool to see Greg Capullo in a postal outfit. <laughs> Actually, it'd be funny if he wore the postal outfit and met Cliff Clavin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know what? You could commission Greg Capullo to do a Cliff Clavin drawing. There you go, Blake. Yeah, you go. And then get John Ratzenberger to sign it. There you go. Wow. So it's been a very uh, exciting couple days. Tickets went on sale yesterday. And you hear that, everybody? This just is already on sale. Get them. Get them now. Tickets on sale. Right just now, for the next week, tickets will be half off uh, for VIP ticket holders. Just for today? Uh, just for one week. VIP oh, okay, one week. I say today. We're only have a couple hours. So actually, the price of the VIP ticket is cheaper than a weekend ticket. So get them now. Get them now. As soon as you hear this, run to your computer. If you're not already at your computer listening to it. One week only. It's a new thing that we're trying this year. We've done discounted tickets last year before they went on sale through various other ways. And this time, we're just going straight to the fans with the discount. Say, hey, here you go. Yeah, now, last year you can buy tickets at, like, uh, local comic book stores and et cetera. So if they wanted the discount tickets, where do they go? Well, they got to go to the website. What's Cincinnati, the website? CincinnatiComicExpo.com. 
Yeah, pretty yeah. simple. And we'll still continue selling tickets at the stores, but just for mm -hmm. the, the opening weekend of the opening week of kicking off tickets, we're discounting them. The VIPs fifty percent off. And that is through Monday. Monday, ten p.m. Monday, January thirtieth, I believe. Yeah. And the <laughs> response has been very overwhelming. I'm, I'm just shocked at the number of VIPs we have sold already. So if you're listening to this uh, after January, 30th. sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's why you should download as soon as the episode comes out. Yeah, and, and honestly, the, the guest list that we've already put together, if you thought last year was exciting, wait till you see what we got this year. Is Bronson Pinchot in there? I'm a big Bronson Pinchot fan. Everybody loves Perfect Strangers. <laughs> he, was yeah, we don't even he was in the Langoliers. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen him solicited. <laughs> you probably can get him at a cheap price. Because I think he's Canadian, too. Is it? You only pay him no. like 0.65 of what you would pay a normal celebrity. Oh, he's from Meepos. We know all that. We all know that. Cousin Larry Appleton. I want to see Mark Lynn Baker. That's who I want. <laughs> and tell him he's not allowed to cut his hair. No. We went to crazy balding. Jason, if you want to see Mark Lynn Baker... Just put an avocado on the table. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Damn you. Who would yeah. you guys like to see at the show? Ooh, that's a good one. Media guest-wise. Everybody always asks who we're bringing, but I, now let me ask you who would you guys Ooh. like to see. Gal Gadot or any female Wonder Woman impersonator that's half naked? <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a couple of them walking around, I'm sure. I really don't know why there was a women's march this past weekend, Blake. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Uh, Gal Gadot's a good one. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. Only if they're strong in their self-assurance and, you know, never mind. Would you do, uh, you haven't had any Walking Dead people lately, have you? <laughs> no, no, we haven't. No, that's um, other than normal citizens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we only bring in a dozen people, uh, usually mm -hmm. around a dozen. So it gets, you know, we know what our fans want, and they've been they like the superheroes. Mm -hmm. They certainly and, do, and uh, they like the classics. They love Star Wars, and by the time I start filling up those genres, you know, whether it's another Power Ranger or a, or a voice actor, or the the amount of you know slots, so to speak greatly diminishes mm -hmm. quick and then you're just kind of like, okay or you know so i gotta stick with what the core essence of the show is and, and does it become a horror convention or or not and then it's just like okay this is what we got to work with let's go with it but no we have not had any walking dead so I, no no zombie walks but we'll do empire you know darth vader walks which i filmed last year yeah. <laughs> yes you did uh brandon routh he seems like a nice guy yeah, oh, oh yeah. he's getting the pen ready. He's like, that, that might might be doable at some point. I like in time. Brandon Ralph a lot. Yeah. I like him. He's uh, and he's hit. He was Superman? in the, he was in the bad Superman, and now he's in Legends of Tomorrow, and he's awesome in it. That Superman was not good. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 talking about Batman that was versus probably Superman. Like the, first, the best ten minutes no. of like of a lot of superhero movies. That first ten minutes. Uh, was uh, Superman Returns is the one we refer. I think to. Brandon oh. Routh was very very good in it, and I liked him as Superman. Um, I still sometimes think Christopher Reeve is a little overrated. I know, I know. No, I'm not gonna argue that. I feel like uh, was that the Kevin Spacey? Yeah, yeah. when he, okay. was, he was a land baron. He was, okay. Yeah. yeah, I want land. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want it? And you got Kumar as your bad guy. That's the thug. I, I'm not scared of Kumar. <laughs> does he go to White Castle? <laughs> he does. <laughs> well, Kumar would be a fun guest to have. Yeah. Cal Penn. Yeah. I do like Cal Penn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just made fun of him. I, I do, do like Cal Penn. Well, I make fun of the stupid character. And, uh, he was great characters. in House. 
If we make fun of you, it's because we like you. How about Hear the, that, Tara Reed? <laughs> how about the kid from Superman Returns? Because I thought that was going to be a new franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's kid. He was going to be Superboy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, could he? That would be awesome. Well, Not the clone. Get Crypto the Superdog? Ooh. <laughs> Which one? Did they make a live action Super I Crypto? I don't think so, no. <laughs> All right, so anyway, Andrew's here to plug the Cincinnati Comic Expo. All right, so what were some of the the best things from 2016 that you liked? You know, the the one thing you could put on Cincinnati Comic Expo for 2016 that you enjoyed. Which what what would it be? That's you, Andrew. <laughs> no, I, it's having Stanley at the show. Stanley. Yeah, that's right. That was probably his last appearance in the at Midwest, least off of the West Coast. Yeah, it's, it has to be Stanley. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was like now or never. Yeah. And uh, oh boy, did everyone want Stanley too? Those lines were. Uh, they got pretty. They did deep. Pretty deep. <laughs> had to get there early, or you had to wait. Three, four hours. Three or four hour wait to meet Stanley for fifteen seconds. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> okay, we're not insulting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know this episode I mean. sponsored by the Sentai Comic Expo. <sighs> Blake. <laughs> no, it just, it just goes to show him, and you know what a big, you know, draw what a big deal it people. is. Yeah, you know that people will wait three to four hours to meet this guy. And it may only be a fleeting moment, but it's something to somebody. It means something to them. The problem, you know, they, you, yeah, just, like just exactly to say hi and say, hey. I'm a fan. Can you please sign this? Thank you. You know. Yeah. The thing is, like everybody would like to have an experience with Stan that would take several minutes, but when you have <laughs> thousands well, of people who start doing the math, it just see there. Everybody gets to see him for you know a couple seconds and says hi and waves. Yeah. And sign my piece, or you cut down only instead of a thousand plus people seeing him, only 150 people see him. So, yeah, exactly. Or you Stanley know. is living at your house for the week so he can get me to everybody in that line. <laughs> Which may not be a bad idea. <laughs> you know, Stan, get me some coffee! Yeah. Everybody me. lined out outside the front door. <laughs> we'll fight you in the living room one at a time. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't ch- touch his chains. Yeah. And, and know that the line will pass in front of your house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he will bite. And block your driveway. <laughs> he will bite. Stay you know, away. And I am such a people person, I would probably have a hose out with him two seconds <laughs> get off my lawn get off my lawn I would turn into Clint Eastwood from uh, Gran Torino <laughs> no that's awesome but yeah it sounds like a, a lot of great fun coming up for the expo in 2017 September 22nd through the 24th yeah. just yeah. just keep following along because we got some really exciting announcements like I, I'm telling you I did not know how we were going to you know come back from last year with the guests that we had and the talent and uh, the team's done it so we're, we're not done yet, but with the names that I wish I could say, you guys are like, wow, you, you guys really did do better. Not better, but on par with what we did last year. John Ratzenberger, you already did better. <laughs> Can he recreate the Jeopardy scene from Cheers? Oh, best episode ever. Best episode ever. <laughs> you know what? That is the power of Bronson Pinchot, though. He will get you the draw this year. <laughs> and Mark Lynn Baker, that would be a reunion I want to see. <laughs> Right. I've not heard anything but great things about John Ratzenberger. He really loves his fans. So that's, and I love hearing stories about when the celebrities love actually going out and meeting their fans and have conversations and talk to them. So I do have one other Ian Ziering. 
can you bring him back because I screwed up two years ago <laughs> and did not get my picture with him and I pissed off and so I still Brandon regret it. Ralph, <laughs> I ain't zeering. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. So Gal Gadot. Tara Reid with him. You no, got, Tara Reid does not like this show. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't mention our show. But just so Tara Reid's off the there. list now? Yeah, Tara Reid's not a good one. She hates us. <laughs> We had we had some issues with her with Sharknado, uh, but we didn't have those issues with Ian Zeran. No, we didn't. We like him. We like him because he didn't have bad surgery. Okay, so Andrew's going to sit with us, and now the show can only go downhill from now on because yeah, of the rest of the stuff we're going to talk about. Now you sent me a nice itinerary for the episode. It's a very a loose outline. About. Very loose outline. We got a lot here. <laughs> it's loose and fast. Okay, so. I guess it wouldn't be going downhill. I guess it would be going uphill still. Uh, the beer sponsor of the week is Municipal Brew Works. They're not of the week. I guess they're every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're in Cincinnati, they're at 20 High Street in Hamilton, Ohio. They're in the old firehouse. And uh, municipalbrewworks.com. And uh, they're open Wednesdays through Sunday. And they gave us... What, what are we drinking this week, Jay? Free City Ale. So, uh, tastes pretty good. I'm Yay. enjoying it. You know the best thing I like about their logo? It looks all Gothamy. It does look very Gothamy. Oh, I'm drinking out of a Batman glass. I thought, damn, you're right on. <laughs> I got Municipal Brew Works uh, glass. But yes, they uh, they are actually. If you're in Cincinnati, again, I know we're na- hurled, heard everywhere. But if you're local, uh, they're going to be at the Fairfield Jungle Gyms this week. I think it's called Barrel Days. Ooh, and, uh, Jungle Gyms. Yeah, yeah that's in huge. Fairfield. That's and huge. And they are uh, tapping. Uh, five, uh, I believe it's five gallons this week. Uh, it's not much. Yeah, that's not much at all. Uh, could be five kegs. I think it's five yeah, kegs. Probably five Let's barrels. Five kegs. Yeah. I was wrong on that one. <laughs> Jungle Gyms, when they do that stuff, they have like several beer distributors yes. there. So. Yeah. They are one of them. So if you're in the neighborhood this Saturday, they're at Jungle Gyms. And again, 20 High Street in Hamilton, Ohio. Thanks, you guys. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Up Down. You guys want to do an Up Down this week? We usually do. Okay. Andrew, an up-down is your one thing you're up on this week, one thing you're down on this week. It can be anything. It can be geek-related. It could be life. One week I was down on raccoons, or up on raccoons. Uh, So it's just one of those things. Yeah. If you want us to go first while you think of something, we can do that, too. I suggest you guys (laughs) Because we don't want to catch you off guard. Can I go first? No, uh, Jeff, what do you got? Oh, uh, do you want up or down? (laughs) Let's do down. Down. Let's do up. Down! <laughs> I am down on the NFL. Why? We're coming into Super Bowl week, and I just really stopped caring about the NFL a long time ago. Okay. Super Bowl two weeks. Yeah, Super Bowl's coming up, and and I, I really don't care. Week. I mean, I would prefer that the uh, New England loses. <clears throat> so there's that. But other than that, I'm like, eh. It used to be such a big deal, and now it's like I might not even watch the game. Okay. That's good because uh, that's going to be sucks because we're coming over your house. No, you're not. Oh, your sister's house. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, no, you're no, not. no, we're not. We're going no. to a friend's house. Never mind. Yeah, different okay. friend's house. <laughs> uh, Blake, screw you. I'm going next. Uh, I'm down on Facebook. If I have to listen to one more freaking son of a bitch <laughs> talk about their politics. You took mine. <laughs> You're allowed to be down on it, too. Join me. You can pile on. That is the most annoying. This past weekend was quite possibly war. I didn't think the elections 
you know, can make Facebook worse. I thought the elections were worse than this week. For this me weekend might be the worst thing. And it was because our, like, people I'm friends with that never post start fucking posting. I don't care what side you're on. Shut the hell up! You know, I used to get annoyed when you see all the cat pictures and my kid did this, my kid did that. No, no. I those were good that, old that, days. Those were yeah. good days. God, I can't wait till I go back to taking pictures of their lunch. Or pug, uh, pug puppy. I made whatever. this tonight. Look what I made. <laughs> it, you know what? The politic. Look what I'm eating. Hey, it's a great plate of chicken. <laughs> One of my uh, friends, he actually was trying to find an ad that would filter out all political posts. <laughs> that way you don't have to listen to it. I don't care what side you're on. I'm sick of it. I'm, I go to Facebook to, you know. Get away from it. Get away from it. And I'm just, wow. I'll, I'll tell no you escape. what. I, I haven't seen so much vitriol. <laughs> In hate and intolerance than I have probably in the past week on social media. It's just ridiculous. I agree 100%. Everybody just needs to calm down and listen to our podcast and be happy. Blake, you calm down. (laughs) I have never unfriended somebody. I think I might have done it like two or three times several years ago. This Sunday was the first time I actually said, all right, anybody starts posting anything political, I don't care what it is, you're out. And, um, you know, I quickly did a couple people, and I said, you know what, we'll give it another week if people don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I have no friends. <laughs> oh, Facebook was zero I went friends. from 800 to 6. <laughs> that actually sounds like a good day for me. I, I'll tell you what, and, and the sad part is I know people, some, you know, good friends who have unfriended other good friends over this stuff, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's so, so it's such a pity because – you really should interact with people that have different opinions than you. You can be friends with people with different opinions than you. But the, but the problem is, you know, a lot of the stuff that's coming through, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to unfriend people. I'm just going to unfollow you, but still remain your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've unfollowed like, no, not or a whole block, lot. Or blocking enough. a lot of posters. Like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to see this bull crap. You know, I, all it is is just dragging down the human race. Let's just move on. You know, yeah, on. I want to talk about superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> You know, where's all the countdown? Like, here's all the movies coming out this summer. Yeah, just give me, just give me the memes. You know, memes and pugs and kittens, and I'm okay. And Bronson Pinchot. And you know, scantily clad ladies. You know, that's fine. Bronson Pinchot. And Bronson Pinchot. I think I'm gonna just start taking pictures of my food and put hashtag better than politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, look, here's my Jersey Mike sub. Hashtag better than politics. That's right. This yes. episode sponsored by Jersey Mike's. <laughs> it's uh, better than politics. <laughs> you know, that's a great. Somebody should just run with that advertising. <laughs> better yeah. than politics. All right. <laughs> Boom. So there you go, Snake Oil. We could be almost as political as you. <laughs> down they the call, hall. They called us out. Uh, I'll be down the hall. The. Uh, uh, political podcast on the Canadian uh, Podcast Network. Uh, uh, what's it called? Stump? Stumpy? <laughs> Soapbox. Soapbox. That's Soapbox. what we call it. Sorry. It's our own show and we don't even know it. <laughs> Blake, what are you down on? Are you da- just I'm, I'm down on the Razzies. The Razzies came out this... Uh... Batman v Superman was uh, walking away with a lot of the I nominations. Know. A lot of, in Zoolander 2 actually Zoolander two has led the, the nominations. Or the... I'm I'm a little depressed oh. that Ghostbusters wasn't on the you know worst movie list. I'm glad you say Zoolander for a second. I thought you meant Zootopia. I was like, yeah, how's Zootopia on the Razzies? That's a fucking good movie. Zoolander. I didn't even know this was going on because of all the stuff going across my Facebook feed. Just I don't want to see. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, the Oscars were released today along no, with the uh, Razzies. Yeah, so it was Batman v Superman, Worst Picture, Zoolander 2, Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt. 
Um, Independence Day resurgence. You know, Jason's favorite movie. And then you uh, Hillary to last Clinton's podcast. Hillary Clinton was up there. Yeah. Worst movie of the year. No. Yeah. I would think well, election 2016 was some, just the worst movie of the year. There's some mockumentary about Hillary and Democrats. Yeah. Are you being serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, there's actually a. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like Dinesh, I thought you were just being like an ass. Dinesh, Dinesh something or other. What's his name? One of those loonies. Uh, Michael Moore? Can no. we switch over? Yeah, Michael to... Moore should be on there too. Can we switch just to the other side, the Oscars? Their arrival is up for best picture. Blake, how do you feel about their arrival? <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, oh, it's it up is. for a lot. It's up for okay. Best Picture, Here's Best Direction, oh my God. Best Writing. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, here's the best part. I'm not kidding you. Have you there seen are... The Arrival, Andrew? No. No. Do you know what it's about? Aliens. I know. I've seen the big spaceship. It's a love China. story. It's basically a love story that just happens to have aliens in it. I haven't seen it. Don't. <laughs> he just told you the story. Thanks, you ruined it for me. Oh, don't worry. Oh, listen, listen, we're well, speaking it, circles, which allows her to see in time. <laughs> see, you're laughing. See, damn it, that's exactly what I'm saying. See, he spoiled it for you. Ever since it, we it's came... a love story disguised as aliens. It's a love story disguised as aliens. The aliens I like came a down. Alien movie. But although I like, I want to hear Jason. When the aliens came down, they unmasked them, and it was a love story. So, so two things. The aliens came down and they unmasked them. They were floating. They were they were floating calamari. <laughs> And they can speak in circles, which allowed them to see the future, which they taught her to do. So she could speak in circles and think in circles, which allowed her to see in the future, which the whole premise of the movie is she fell in love with the science guy that was there with her studying the floating calamari and then decided that, hey, you know what? I see in the future I'm going to have a daughter, but she's going to die by like age eight. But I'm going to do it anyways and marry this guy and have a baby. And he's pissed off because she saw the whole thing and didn't tell him about it. And that's why he divorced her because they're going to have a kid that dies and you want to have do it. And it's the whole damn thing and there's calamari in it. So Amor Akbar. Yes. <laughs> it's, in the it's a trap. And I apologize. Oh, I man, it's a trap. <laughs> I Stay did turn down Blake's mic on that rant. I apologize. It's a trap. <laughs> so you liked it. <laughs> the last three episodes. So it's up for best picture of the year. So here's the funny thing. Bullshit. The picture, best pictures came out, I don't know, like 8 o'clock our time, Eastern time. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. As soon as they announced best picture in their rival, I literally got text. I got tweets. <laughs> our web, podcast website, or, or Facebook, or podcast Twitter page. Uh, History of Bad Ideas. Or no, Bad, Bad Ideas Podcast. There you go. There it is. There you go. Uh, got tweets saying, please ask Blake about their rival being best picture. <laughs> no! So there you go, Blake. Thank you. You did not disappoint. No, God, no. To quote Luke Skywalker, no! I think that was Darth Vader. <laughs> Luke no! said it first. Darth well, Va- Darth Va- technically in the timeline, Darth said it first, but Luke said it first in the order of movies released. You know, Vader said it better. You know, no, what? Vader said it Should I think in circles now? Jesus Christ. Yeah, now uh, you're having me think in circles. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. Uh, let's just say this. Um, pitch is my up for the week. The TV oh, show it Pitch. Got good? It did. Did you see it, Jeff? Nope, I haven't seen it. You're a baseball fan. I am. You need to watch it. Okay. Uh, I'm recommending it. The first two episodes is a little melodramatic because of, you know, it's the first woman baseball player. It's on Fox. There's only 10 episodes. And you're like, I even said this months ago. <laughs> How she, can this sustain a good cry? Show? Does she cry? No, stop there's it. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> Anyways, there's a lot of well known names in it. Zach Morris. Could you get him for the expo? <laughs> But Anybody from uh, 
Not Elizabeth Berkley. Oh, no, no, that's no. Lisa Turtle. Who's Lisa Turtle? Lark Voorhees. Voorhees. She's a little insane right now. Well, you can still get her. Just don't get Dustin Diamond. Well, technically, <laughs> you, you might, might get well, Dustin Diamond is insane and incarcerated. Allegedly. And Elizabeth Berkeley is insane crazy woman, which a lot of guys find sexy, by but the way. But she's so excited. Damn caffeine pills. Uh, but no, Pitch was awesome. Uh, I watched... Uh, I actually worked from home yesterday, and I uh, binge-watched in the background four episodes, the last four episodes of the year. Awesome. Jeff, you would enjoy it. It gets a lot better, like, as it goes on. Like, they're building it slowly, and then it starts doing really well. So I recommend Pitch. Do they sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game? No. They should every episode. They do a musical episode every they should have done Take Me Out to the Ball Game. They should have me sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And I, I can do a singing song about baseball and not sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Andrew, what's your up this week? <laughs> Please Saho, save us. I excuse me. I finally broke down and um, I knew I would like it. And um, I didn't know how much I would like it. So I finally sat down and watched Westworld. Yes! Oh. I binge watched oh, it all. Oh gosh, in, you just watched it everything. Did you watch every single episode? Yes, all in uh, two days. Awesome. Up late at night watching it. That's and, right. Uh, wow. That was probably awesome. the best TV I, I have ever seen. Yes. Jason and I did nothing but rant and rave for like eight weeks about that show. That yeah. was just, every episode was just so perfect. And gosh. What did you like best about the whole thing? I like Dolores the best. She's, yeah, you like Dolores? Oh. like a complete badass. Yes. I thought. Yeah, I'll tell you what. When uh, Dolores went and started kicking the man in black's ass... Like he had, like you know, she dragged him like he dragged her. I was sitting there going, "Yes, justice!" And then all of a sudden, uh, I'm just going to let you flat. go. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Ah, oh, I wanted her to finish it, but but, she but that's not her." But, but then she would, then she would have killed William. Well, later, yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's I did true. like the um, whole part of, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, what was it? I decided to be, uh, I didn't want a story where I'm the victim. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm not the victim anymore. And she just starts killing everybody. Yeah. I was like, that's badass. I don't know where they go with that show. I think they go on a different. Samurai complete, Land. I don't know. They go on a complete that. different storyline. I don't want I them to go. I don't know. They said, uh, Chris, uh, not Christopher Nolan. Who, uh, Joseph, Jonathan Nolan. Jonathan Nolan, thank you. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, the second season is going to be more um, about the. Uh, Host, or I'm sorry, the guest experience, and I'm like, so are you going back before this happened? No, the or? guests who are in the park getting hunted by the that would be fine. I'm okay with cool. that. Yeah. Well, and I, I still have no issue if you do Westworld like the second season is the host hunting the guest. I'm fine with that. And then third season go to another park. I have no yeah. issue with that. Or or you know like what you talked about. You said how do you go from there? And he's talking about guest experiences. Mm. Maybe it'll just be every episode will be just like a guest experience in the park. Because I, you're, you're right. It'd be nice if it'd be like a standalone kind of thing because I think it ended on such a great, great note that to carry on from that point on, unless they're being hunted, you know, the, the guests in the park. Do but. you think they'll pull in like an American Horror Story where it's a different theme? Like basically, it's going to be the same Different theme every season. I yeah, don't so think they Samurai will. Samurai Land, and we're going to yeah. spend all our time in Samurai Land, and and then the world after that could be medieval world or future world, right? But almost mm-hmm. with the same characters, only same yeah. actors, only in different roles. I don't yeah. think they're doing that. That's what I don't want them to do. Yeah, I want them to talk about go, uh, show Ghost Nation more. Those guys were badasses, the, the Native Americans. Yeah. I want to see them. Because I think the security guard that was captured by them, I bet you he's he's part of them now. That Hemsworth guy? Mm-hmm. 
Liam Craig Potato. Oh, what's his name? Potato Hemsworth. Whatever. I'm going with that. You don't Brother think he died? Four. I don't think he died. Do you think the one girl died? Uh, you know, until I see a body. No. What's her name? Was it? Em- no. I, so I thought it was like Emily or something like it. What was her name? Oh. Uh, she was my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. Yeah. What was the deal with her in the beginning when she started licking the uh, the one host? Well, you know, she was, you know. Was she you like know, getting you turned know. on by the host? You know, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It, so it was we what I thought. We were seeing some of the technicians and the employees. Well, I watched it all in two days. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a period of time. Oh, you seen <laughs> the, You know, like like the hosts that go into the experience for the the land. You know, for the vacation. You know, the the employees and a lot of the technicians. You know, take advantage of them as well. I think she was. You know, she may have done that as well. What she did? Yeah. Well, she made a. Co- well, she kissed you. Know, she kissed a couple of them, didn't she? She made a comment. Yeah, about... but then she bust somebody who was also doing. Oh yeah. That was that was a, that was Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Right. Do you think maybe she was like, well, they're doing it. I should do it too. Well, no, she used it for her advantage. Remember. She used it for her advantage to get her way of, you know... She did make a comment about needed. the guy that was very well endowed, the Idris Elba yeah. of the host, and she's <laughs> yeah. like, we can put you to a better use. Elsie? Was it Elsie? Elsie. Good yeah. man. Good Look job. at you go. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to think of it the whole time you're talking. I'm like, like it's Elle, going to bother me. Elsie. I was kind of surprised that um, uh, the um, the one lady, Than- who's played by Thandy, that Thandy. she didn't leave. Maeve? May, May, May. Yeah. She didn't yeah. leave. I thought she was like, she's out of here. But was that a free will choice? From from what I understand, yeah, it was like the whole thing when she was supposed to go out into the real that world. That was her program. I just wanted to see She was the programmed to do that, but she decided she wanted to go and find her daughter, even knowing that it's not really her daughter, but yeah. the, the human connection was too strong. If you mm-hmm. go to the Westworld website, like the, the fake, you know, um, <laughs> TV show uh, website that they pr- plug, it's all down now. There's just like encryption everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, I went oh, on awesome. to look. Because before you That's could cool. like put in different things like violent uh, des- uh, desires. What was that one? Violent delights. Violent delights. If you put in that whole thing a couple times, like it started talking to you and everything. It was kind of fun. Cool. But now if you go in, it's just all encryption. You can't do anything. Yeah, so what neat. happened to the one guy's brother in law? Oh, he just he runs off naked. He was run of off course. naked. Then. We have no idea why. That's yeah. it? That's all yeah. he's doing? Why and was then, he naked? I never even got it. Like, all of a sudden, he's I think Because Will stripped him down and tied him up and put him on the horse. Why would he strip him, him down? To humiliate to him. To humiliate him. Is that him all it was? To yeah. humiliate him? To humiliate him so he can get the step up on power in the uh, family business. I don't know why you go home and say, Dad, William's insane. Let's not let him. <laughs> don't give him the company and keep him out of the family. Unless he never he makes it. Me up on horseback. Yeah, unless he's dead uh, or not but... dead, just stuck somewhere in Westworld. <laughs> just wandering around naked in Westworld for thirty years. He's like Robin Williams from Jumanji. He's just in, <laughs> in Westworld. How big is Westworld? Because it seemed like it went on forever. This seemed good size. We don't know. Good. We don't know. Yeah. And what? Where does it take place? Does it take place on another planet? Or is it on Earth? Because there's a decompression uh, thing that you have to go through for two days if you go through their website. Like if you're trying to book a trip through them. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you have to decompress for two days. So so it takes you two days of your vacation? It's just decompressing before you can even enjoy $30,000 or... a day for a vacation, I think you are perfectly fine taking Yeah, but this is weeks. in the future where $30,000 a day is probably like about $28. Walt Disney World, Walt Disney World trip. <laughs> okay. or, or could it be with prostitutes. Or could it, could it have been under the ocean? Or could it be under the ocean? Could be under the ocean. Yeah. Because we know the original uh, headquarters for Westworld has like gobs of levels going down into the earth. I don't think it's going to be underwater, but I could see it being under... The crust, like the earth, 
underground, maybe. Yeah. So uh, they got a fake sky over everything. Who knew Could that be. in January we would be talking about Westworld? Still. That's awesome. <laughs> now we got to wait a year and a half. Yeah, I know. More. You can come back well, to that show when we do a preview. <laughs> Now, they 2018. said 2018. They didn't say what month in 2018. They did. January they were or for January. Okay, so everyone's January, talking February. about. You got to wait two years. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. You got to just wait a year. I think they're kind of seeing if Anthony Hopkins is going to die between now and then. <laughs> or they're on the George R. R. Martin schedule of uh, deadlines. <laughs> well, he does Game of Thrones. Well, I tell you, that thing came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. First um, season cost 100 million to make. Most a lot of money. It was just as good as a movie. Yeah. Effects yeah. and everything. I couldn't believe it. That was one of the shows that I watched in, like as soon as it came on Sunday. That was one of the few shows I watched. Yeah, I knew I'd like it, and everybody told me you're going to love it. And I just like finally got some evenings out, and I said, okay. Right before I went to bed, let's watch an episode. Mm. Next thing I know, it's three hours later. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I keep yeah. trying to do that with Luke Cage on episode seven. <laughs> I, I got one episode left on Luke Cage. God, I love Luke Cage. I, I'm, I'm at episode 12. I, I finished 12. I got oh, 13 shit. to There's go. There's 12 episodes? There's 13 episodes. Oh, dear God. I thought there was 10. Damn it. more. <laughs> Damn it. If you had to say damn it, then you'd probably just quit watching it. No, it's so good. I might have a third kid. Uh, <laughs> it takes up all the time. Uh, Blake, what's your up this week? Uh, Waze. What, what's Waze? I uploaded. I downloaded the, uh, yeah. I okay. downloaded the voices from the, the three British blokes from Top Gear. <laughs> so I got him and Clarkson and May giving me directions. Okay. It's awesome. Jeff, where are you up on? I think I'm up on the NHL this week. Why is that? Uh, because it's fun and hockey's going good, and my Blue Jackets, uh, the month of December, didn't lose. So, a uh, little update on the fantasy hockey league: Craig Nickel and my uh, fantasy hockey team, first place in your division. Doesn't matter. In ba- your first place in the bad division. Uh, I'm 18 and 10. <laughs> I haven't been over eight worst. games. I haven't been over eight games. I haven't been eight games over 500 in six years. I'm That's ecstatic. I, I just won two games uh, last week, so I am now. Seventh place in the standings. One play, I I jumped two people this week to go from first cut from the playoffs to breathing room. Good for you. Good. So I was getting ready to start the, the the fire sale, but now I'm actually going to make the playoffs. So maybe playoffs. not. Uh, let's do one quick thing here. Um, well, two couple things. We want to thank Matthew from Passerby's podcast that was on last week. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Matthew. Uh, yeah, quick shout out to give positive vibes to uh, Matthew and his family. Yes, yes, they they need some positive vibes, so put them out there for the universe. Yes, and uh, we do have a T-shirt update. Woohoo! Uh, T-shirts are in. Yes, stuff that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. Uh, they sent out this charity uh, a drive, and basically they're doing podcast. Um, every podcast gets forty-five shirts. Uh, 40 of them to sell, 5 for the f- podcast uh, host, so we appreciate that. And uh, basically, we get the 40 shirts, we sell them for $12. Uh, we pay $2, we keep $2 for shipping, the rest $10 goes to charity. Um, so, but if we know you and we see you in person, or you know, you find us, yeah. we'll put all 12 yeah. towards charity. Yeah. If we don't have to ship it, then, then it all goes to charity. And what charity are we at, Jeff, this year? Uh, we're doing the Disabled Veterans of America, or Disabled American Veterans. Disabled American Veterans. DAV. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> since Blake's in the military and that, we wanted to honor that. Um, and it's and, a great charity. And they've got a high actual um, uh, charity rating. Was it 98% uh, nine, of everything? Yeah, 98.3 or something percent. Every yes. dollar that's donated actually gets 
to the veterans. Goes out to uh, veterans and veteran needs. So if you do have uh, that, if you do want a shirt, they're very nice. I put them on our Facebook page for $12. Let us know. Um, we're doing it by PayPal and everything. All you have to do is uh, direct message me on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, you can send us a, a message on Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas. Or you can even email us at... At hobiepod at gmail.com. Start looking at that every day. Oh, I'll have to check that every day now. Um, but yes. Don't try our Tumblr account. We have started <laughs> selling them uh, without really much pub, uh, publicity. I think we're up to 12 to 15 of them already sold. Seriously? Yes. All right. Thank um, you. Thanks to everyone who bought them. Yeah, we have sizes from small all the way up to double XL. All the way up. Jeff did get a 3XL. So. <laughs> <laughs> Members, it's not really the size of the couch. I tried it on. Nope, t- it's the size. I tried it on tonight because I thought it was the extra large. I was swimming in it, and yeah. I'm not a small guy either. And I'm like, whoa. Uh, anyway, so they are great quality, and we do want to thank uh, Stuff That Matters for that. Um, it, it's a great cause, and like, say, you can go to our Facebook page to see them. But let us know. Um, so there is a. It's a great charity, and like I said, we appreciate doing it. We do get to pick the next podcast that gets the shirts. Yes. And, Jeff, who, who is that going to be? Uh, we discussed it, and we decided to extend the hand of friendship and go to our arch rivals <sighs> at the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. Yes. Yeah, so, Stuff That Matters, <laughs> we'll send them 45 shirts, uh, and you can buy a Pittsburgh Nerd shirt. Uh, it has every podcast that gets the shirts has a different has their logo on it. On the back, it has their Twitter handle. So everybody that has participated will have the Twitter handle on it. Yeah, um, you know the you know Pittsburgh nerd needs something to live for and look forward to after their cheating, dirty Steelers lost in the championship game. Uh, so there you go, guys. Uh, also, we want to say a shout out to a new listener that bought a shirt right off the bat. I think the first day that they became available, Michael. Uh, we wanted to say thank you, sir. <clears throat> Michael, a new listener. Yes, Rock. brand new listener. So. New listener and, and going for a shirt already. Well, yes. thank you, Michael. And thanks to everyone else who has even uh, mentioned any interest in the shirts, especially those who have actually purchased them. Yes. Even if you're going to wear it or burn it in effigy, it doesn't matter. All goes to charity. It <laughs> goes to charity. And we also got a quick thing from Agent Palmer, who's been on like 87 different podcasts. Uh, we appreciate it. We got a question, and he sent it out to a lot of different podcasts. Okay. And he just wants to know, who plays the great D.B. Cooper in a movie made for his life? Because you know it's going to happen. Oh, I thought he was asking who already did play No, no, no. Uh, who does everybody play? know who D.B. Cooper is? What is who is D.B. Cooper? Please let us know. Not D.B. Sweeney, which I almost typed. D.B. Sweeney is awesome. D.B. Cooper, that's the unknown uh, plane hijacker. That robbed a like a United Brakes Air- truck was it? No, no it was airplane. A plane. It was the airplane. In air, he jumped and he out. He had a parachute and he jumped out. Well, but he stole a lot of money to. Where did he get the money from? The plane. The plane. Oh, okay. People on the plane. Yeah. Oh, and he thought... jumped out and no, they, the yeah, FBI they, has never been able to. Catch it was about two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the hell did? I think they were transfer transporting. Yeah. Okay. They're they transporting, transporting money. The newest rumor is it was somebody that worked for Boeing. Yeah, they think it's a Boeing employee now. And that's what Wait a minute, I, I, I saw the movie Without a Paddle. They already I knew that was saw it. I knew that was coming out. <laughs> Andrew, who would you pl- have played D.B. Cooper in a film? I don't know. Bronson Pinchot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's just you, Jason. I'm going with Bronson Pinchot. No, this is a serious question. Agent Palmer wants to know, and he's going to compile it. You know, you, you mentioned it. 
Yes. I honestly think D.B. Sweeney D.B. would Sweeney do a good job playing D.B. Cooper. would be a good job selection, too. I think that's her vote. D.B. Sweeney it is. D.B. Sweeney for D.B. Cooper. I like it. Or you can And has he done anything lately? Uh, D.B. Cooper, he's dead, so no. no. We don't know if he's dead or he's not. He's dead. <laughs> There's no way he's the alive. theory is he's dead. Because uh, they have found what they thought parachute. was silk for a parachute. And I think they have found random bills of cash in the woods mm-hmm. out there in Oregon or Washington. That's pretty common in Oregon. Wherever, wherever it was. I think it was Washington, Oregon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. So somewhere in that Did they area. look like Seattle, Tacoma or something going north? I, I can't remember. North California? I can't remember. Uh, let's see here. Let's get to the Twitter poll of the week since we're not even at the fan uh, uh, <laughs> feedback. Uh, let's do a poll or Twitter poll of the week at Bad Idiots Podcast. What is your favorite fictional television show with in-person interviews? Uh, let's see. We had Modern Family. We had The Office and Parks and Rec as the options this week. Uh, let's see here. If in last place at twenty-seven percent, Modern Family. Blake, that's one of your favorite shows lately, isn't it? Yes. It's a very good show. It is a good show. I like all the shows. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Second place uh, with 33%, losing out to first place at 40%, was The Office. Office is second place. And Parks and Rec was the uh, most favorite show. Uh, You know what this reminds me of? What's that? Uh, They just announced a fifth season for Arrested Development. They did. Did you see what Michael Scott... Tweeted out. Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell yeah. tweeted out. That I just was heard hilarious. great news that they did a they're re, uh, renewing yeah. uh, or doing another season of The Office, and, and then he tweeted like at twenty five minutes, minutes later. later. Five minutes later. <laughs> My bad. That was Arrested Development. Yeah. No, no, no. It was Will and Grace. Oh, it was Will and Grace. Will that and was. Grace. He's like The Office is coming back to NBC. Oh wait, my bad. That should say Will and Grace. <laughs> oh man, I saw all the people who were just angry at him. It was funny. I feel like Will and Grace is probably better than Arrested Development. Nope. No. Anything on that, Andrew? Nope. <laughs> <sighs> Could you get Will and Grace at your show? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> no, no. How about just Deborah Messing? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Or for you. <laughs> <laughs> he won't get Gal Gadot, but he'll get Deborah Messing. I'll take well, it. Uh, get Deborah Messing and Nick Offerman together. Husband and wife? No, they're not husband and wife. Oh, not Deborah She's Messing. She's Megan Mullaney. I'm sorry, Megan Mullaney. That's who I thought you were talking about. No. What the hell is wrong with you now? Well, not Megan Mullaney now. Yeah. You know, she's got she's got a large pillows. <laughs> <laughs> you can fall asleep on that chest. Can, can I'm like she, Tara Reid. Can she fit her pillows into my Nicolas Cage pillowcase? <laughs> Did you like that, Andrew? Yes. <laughs> and he wonders why he didn't win a floppy. <laughs> Terry's more for neck adjustments. <laughs> Moving on, let's do some listener feedback. Let's do some listener feedback. Yeah, listener feedback from uh, this guy named Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Yeah, Can't he, give yourself a nickname. That's right. Doug says, uh, are you excited that Josie and the Pussycats are going to be in the new Archie show? Well, that's, the hell. Mo- that's the most exciting news about the show. Okay, Andrew, yeah. you're with comics. Let's see here. What are your thoughts on Riverdale on the CW? I have not seen it yet. It's, it hasn't come out yet. It's Thursday this week. It's oh, it's this, this week. week? Yeah, it's this week. I thought it was like in two weeks. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know what they're even trying to do. Honestly, I, I have not paid that much attention to it. Um, it's a murder mystery. 
somebody in Riverdale dies, and I'm being serious, and it's a little bit more serious take on Archie. It, it kind of seems like Archie mixed with Veronica Mars. Which, that just got renewed for Which, six more episodes. Yes, I heard that. We'll have to wait and see. I, I have, Honestly, I have it's no... It's a very PC no... response opinion on it yet I'll, I'll give it a shot we'll see but, actually, you, but you'll give it a shot you're not flat out saying yeah. oh my god who would want to see that yeah, like, I'll give every comic book property a shot even if it's a comic book you don't like yeah why not okay you gotta be supportive but I, I will say this Batman vs Superman was the worst movie I've ever <laughs> <laughs> you will not get an argument here I don't think I'll no. ever give that guy the director another shot Zack yeah. Snyder Zack yeah. Snyder oh but he's done some good he did uh, get him out of comic books Get him out of film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you weren't here last week because before the episode of last week, I actually saw like the last thirty minutes of Batman versus Superman. And yeah, he's just just listen to the podcast. <laughs> he doesn't want to relive that again. I'm actually going to tape it. I'm going to de- oh, sorry, not tape it. It's not VHS. Yeah. DVR it. I have it. Come over and get it. If you no no no, 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 I'm talking Riverdale. Oh, Riverdance or whatever it's called. No, 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 no. You gotta talk about Yes. Michael, what was it? Michael Flattery. Michael Flattery. His legs just move. Like they're not attached to his body. Does he still do that? I think he retired or he's on his final tour. It either just ended or it's. You mean Michael Flatley is flatlining? Uh, Speaking of things to see, oh, it's kind of off topic. But go ahead, go ahead. This is what we do. We're on the Tangent Bound Network, so um, it's okay. I had a fabulous time with my family the other week. We went to an Elvis tribute event down at the Aronoff, <laughs> and it was freaking fantastic. I had such a wonderful time. Are you a big Elvis fan? I like Elvis, but I'm not like a huge Elvis fan. I just mm-hmm. I took my parents. I thought it'd be fun, and I never seen so many people have a good time. I mean, the guy in front of me took his shoes off, was waving them in the air. It was just bizarre things that were happening. The second, I think, I three Elvises: a young, middle, and old Elvis. And so did they sing stuff other than Elvis music? It was all Elvis. So it, so it had young, young pre-army Elvis. Then it had middle, you know, Elvis. Then it had like a washed-up seventies. Fat bloated, um, Vegas, Vegas fat Elvis. bloated, and stoned on a toilet, Elvis. Yeah, but the middle, <laughs> allegedly, the third Elvis who played the Vegas Elvis with yeah. the jumpsuit, he sounded pitch perfect as Elvis, and he played the part. All of them played it amazingly. But the one thing that did come to mind is the second Elvis. He did something I never saw at a concert before. He said, "We got one complaint last year." You know what that was? And then the crowd goes, "What?" And then he goes, "Not enough rhinestones." You know what I'm talking about? You make up your Cliff Clavin right there. That was good. That was good. I'll give you that. Sorry. <laughs> he said there was not enough kisses. So then he says, I want you all, if you want to kiss, you come to the side of the stage. Oh, oh, I'm a pervert. <laughs> instantly, over 100 girls got up out of their chairs, oh went to the side of the stage. And as he sang the next song, between words, he would kiss the girls. And he kissed over a hundred females, la, 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 some on the cheeks, some on the mouth. The I had my daughter with me; she couldn't believe it. it was the craziest thing I ever seen at a concert. Like literally, some a couple other places. Got, the, the old ladies got out of their seats. Teenagers got out of their seats, and they all ran over there. I can't find it hard to believe there's teenagers. <laughs> there was. At the I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> they all went to the corner of the stage, and he, as he was saying, they just he leaned down, kiss him. The next one kissed him. He kissed over a hundred females. And then he had to stop because the song was over and there's still girls in line. And I, I never seen anything like that in my whole life. I was like, man, somebody, you get your money's worth. Was it, was, was <laughs> that, did any guys get up to kiss him? You know, he did say right before it. He goes, he goes, well, come inside the stage and, and uh, you'll give yourself a kiss. I'll give you a kiss. 
And it says, one exclusion, no guys. Oh, it's <laughs> a big exclusion. That's like half the population. Yeah, and then, then, then he threw out teddy bears, threw out the teddy bear, fell song teddy bear, and I caught the biggest teddy bear. It fell on my lap, and the guy in front of me tried to rip it out of my hands. I had to yell at him. You punched him? No, I said, it's mine! And I grabbed it back, and because it fell on my lap. I didn't think I was going to get it. I was just sitting there, and next thing I know, I look up, and this huge teddy bear, I'm talking like a two, three foot big teddy bear comes falling on me, and all these people are like crashing around me. And next thing I'm like, this teddy bear came out of nowhere stampede at the elvis show we had like fourth row seats to this and also this teddy bear falls on my lap and but my mom had the most wonderful time and the third elvis his stick was he gave away these scars he must have gave away over 100 scars he would wear it around his neck and people was he a magician up, no he wore scars and people would come up to the stage and he would take the scarf off and hand it to you here's then, some sweat yeah that's what it was fake elvis sweat Got in line, and then like his handler came out and put another scarf around his neck. He wear it for like five seconds, and he'd take it off and hand it to the next person, and he'd put another one on. <laughs> was the Kissing Elvis played by Richard Dawson? <laughs> no. The Kissing Elvis was actually a movie star. Um, he played in a couple movies. After Bronson Pinchot? <laughs> no, no, he said a couple uh, movies. No, he was in the Langoliers. <laughs> it was, that was a made-for-television miniseries. Don't Sorry, that was, I know it's off Miniseries topic, but... is still a movie now? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been my up for the week. It was something I didn't expect. I was just going to. Okay. So you said teenagers were there. Were they teenagers in 1940, or were they teenagers? <laughs> yeah. now? It was like parents that drug their kids. Like oh, okay. I, I got okay. three teenagers and I drug all. Did they I like it though? The teen- your kids? Uh, I drove through. Uh, yeah, they actually they two did. Okay. One did not. He okay. if we got in a car. He said. Uh, that was a waste of five hours. <laughs> Wait, it was five <laughs> hours? It wasn't five hours. That's what he said. That was it a waste of five hours. felt like yeah. it, too. Did him. you pay for your ticket, son? No, then shut up. <laughs> I know. I was like, we had great seats. My, mom, like, my mom's been dad, talking about it. That was so boring, fun. Dad. I'm a huge Elvis fan. didn't even fan. have auto-tune. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son. In 20 years, I'll take you to the Kanye West tribute show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why oh, I'm so looking forward to a Kanye West tribute show. That means he's dead, right? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, next. Where, where were we? Sorry. Oh, Speaking of music, time out. Speaking of music, nice segue. Oh, yeah, it's Neil Diamond's birthday, says Doug. I expect a musical tribute. Nope. Oh, there's going to be a music. We're coming to, to America. America. Today. 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 You are off tomb, Jeff. Oh, Bla- It was Blake and I, Shane Dig. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want, if you want to hear Forever a Neil Diamond musical tribute, go listen to the graphic novice "Death of Wolverine," where I sing. No, no. There you go. I, you don't cut it and put it in. Uh, nope. I wonder nope. what the only place to get are... it is from. It was an exclusive deal for oh, graphic novice. They got exclusive rights. Damn it! Damn it, graphic novice. No one ever wants to hear Jeff sing. Uh, I'm now getting stumped on Neil Diamond songs. Damn, I feel bad. Sweet Caroline. Uh, Sweet Caroline. Red, bum, red bum. wine. I wasn't done. Bum, bum, bum. Good times. That's not in the never... lyrics, though. Well, it is now. <laughs> good times never felt so good. So good. Thank you. So good. So good. Uh, red, you, red wine is your not. Your favorite no, red, red wine. No. What's, what's your stance you know on what? red, just, red wine? Just go, watch, just go watch Saving Silverman. There's your uh, Neil Diamond tribute song? movie. No, it was UB40 song. Oh, God, yeah, it is UB40. They, they redid that. the Neil Diamond song. Okay. Didn't Neil Diamond have a Monkees? Didn't he write a song for the Monkees? He wrote several songs for the Monkees. Uh, I'm a Believer, I'm I think, a believer. is the, the biggest hit. 
He's 75, I think. Cool. Something like that. Oh, Diamond Jubilee. Uh, my parents told me the other day, because they're big Neil Diamond fans, yeah, we're going to go see a Neil Diamond tonight. And I'm like, he's still there? And they're like, oh, no, we're just kidding. It's a cover band. Why? <laughs> Why are you seeing a Neil Diamond cover band? Uh, have you seen Saving Silverman? Saving exactly. Silverman. There you go. <laughs> uh, he is still touring, though, just to let you know. He starts off his tour April 21st in Louisville, Kentucky. So if anybody's interested, right. and he goes to Indy. There you go. Uh, Andrew, on make a road trip? We expect Neil uh, Diamond? <laughs> commission sales. You saw Elvis that Chester. wasn't real Elvis. You could see Neil Diamond. But, but had Elvis's original backup singers were there. And some of the And they were 80. <laughs> <laughs> they were 80. <laughs> she had pictures with her and Elvis. The, the great thing was after the show, they all met all the fans in the uh, lobby. So you could, you could talk to them, get pictures with them. Good pictures with fake Elvis. Cool. Yeah, you don't see that at rock right. concerts. They actually had uh, props that you can take pictures of. The old Elvis had the toilet, so you could just stand over him. <laughs> Elvis, you okay? What happened? They sell fried banana and peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Ew. They probably should do things should. stuff like that. Yeah, they should. People with the toilet. No, 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 the sandwiches. You can throw the prescription drink or throw the prescription pills on top of him. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, try and move on. We got from Pam Morris. She says, really, Jason? Really? You didn't know who sang Under Pressure? LMAO. Yeah, Under this, uh, Pressure. LMAO, actually. That's that uh, Who sings Under Pressure? Group? LMFAO. Andrew. LMFAO. Under yeah. Pressure? Yeah. Queen. Okay. There you <laughs> go. You. You know, did you know it was not the police? Yes, I knew that. <laughs> you don't have to be jerk not about it, Jason. okay? Do you know the Queen and the... Did you not know that? Queen and the Police are not the same group? I know that's, nothing that's about That's my me. favorite Queen song is Under Pressure. I would listen to that all And they the steal the bass line from... Vanilla Ice? Yes. Vanilla Ice. No. <laughs> David Bowie. Who stole from Vanilla Ice? What? Yeah. Is this like an ab fab thing? Like no, I'm pretty sure the bass line was written by John Deacon. I have no idea. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> I think Rob Van Winkle actually wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. No, his went dum 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 da da dum. That <laughs> vanilla ice makes a difference. saying that is the worst <laughs> defense ever. <laughs> and it's not, it's like, how dumb do you have to be? It's music. We can hear what it sounds like. You can't But you know it. what? Everybody still likes vanilla ice. Nobody cares if he stole it or not, I think. No. And he doesn't get any royalties from it anyways. You think about it, when he came out, song. it was Vanilla Sugar Ice. Took it. it was Vanilla oh, Ice that right. was huge. And who was the other one? MC Hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't hear anything about MC Hammer, but Vanilla Ice keeps getting popped up again and again. So He's got a home, uh, renovation show, oh, Vanilla Ice. Oh, I love it. Do you watch it? Yeah, I liked it when he did the whole Amish. No, M- MC Hammer is a, uh, he's pastor, a preacher. 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 Yeah, he's a pastor. Yeah. He's a yeah. preacher at church. He needs to get a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, Reverend Run got his own show. MC Hammer would agree with you. <laughs> I don't know who this Andrew guy is, but let him know. I, I go to Fox Studios. Andrew says I should get one. <laughs> you think maybe uh, Funny Book Guys can get him on? I think Funny Book Guys could get him on. So Keep going, Je- uh, Blake, whatever your name is. Uh, next one is from uh, Miguel Leal. <laughs> oh, Miguel Leal. From French. Canada. He says, uh, regarding last week's draft... Of Perfect Strangers. He says uh, he would have uh, Kumail Nanjiani as Larry. He's from Silicon Valley. Bill Hader is Balky. Flipped it! And flipped it. He says, Melissa Ranch is the dumb GF girlfriend. And then, showing that he has taste, he picked Kristen Bell as a smart girlfriend. 
Yeah. And who's the next? Uh, Ken Jong. Let me think about Kristen Bell for a second. <laughs> okay. And then Ken Jong as the angry boss. I think he did that just to harass me. I was going to say, <laughs> we didn't draft any angry boss. We didn't draft an angry boss. Because we try to keep it short. <laughs> okay, that's what that's for? Yes. I had no clue. All right, then uh, from Jeannie. Speaking of last week's draft day. last week's, regarding the draft day. Now, she was the source of her draft day? No, she was not, but she was the winner. She got to pick we the winner. We elected her as win- every week, Every draft day, we pick a fan to pick the, uh, uh, to do the winner. Okay, and then she said, uh, love stranger perfect things. From Matthew. That was Matthew's pick. He, yes. he filled out <laughs> perfect strangers with stranger things, so stranger perfect things. That's okay, it was disturbing, but that's okay. But uh, but Jeff wins because of avocado. Woohoo! Nothing beats healthy fat. Something you never hear with Jeff. Healthy. <laughs> but you hear fat. <laughs> yes. So. But put beats healthy fat together and. <laughs> never mind. Hey, uh, from Desmond Hassing. We haven't had anything from D Hassing in a while. It's been a while from Des. It's been a while. That's right. He says hello. No, that's why I say hello. That's my note. I say hello. <laughs> hey, Randy Quaid is dead in uh, Independence Day. Resurgent. Uh, no, no, he's dead in the first Independence Day. He dies. He drives the plane up into the That's what ship. I'm saying. He's dead in ID4. Yeah. And so hence the reason he's not in the sequel. We talked about it last week. I saw ID4 Resurgence. <sighs> Great film. You should all go see it because if I had to suffer, you should too. Go see the Razzie nomination. Uh, and I said, somebody asked, Matthew asked why Randy Quaid was on it. And I said, that's a good reason. Why wasn't it? And then I forgot. He did die in the first one. That would require paying attention to the first one. First one was good. Not. If you don't watch it since you saw it in the theaters, it's a great film. So, I didn't great, see it in the theaters. Great film. Great film. I had since we have lack of light, since we moved the podcast area, here, let me get some light in there. Blake. Thank you. Yeah, okay. We're like half in the dark over here. You know what? I'll get you a fucking lamp next week. He said, uh, this one's from Bob. Just, Just Bob. Bob. He says, uh, the kid who is playing the Flash movie version... Looks like he was inspired by the episode of The Big Bang Theory where Sheldon dressed like the Flash. Thoughts on the new Flash? Andrew, so you hated Batman v Superman. You're the only person in America that hated that film. (laughs) Widely regarded by critics as the best film of the year. Uh, Razzie nominations. That's why it's on the Razzie nomination. Okay. It was flipped. It's got to win something. Yes. Your thoughts on Justice League, the trailer. What do you think? I didn't like it. Okay. Did you like any of their costumes? Did you like Aquaman? I know. I nope. didn't like. I didn't like any of it. Nope. Why? Why like do you only like it? Not even Gal Gadot. Come on, you still gotta like Gal Gadot. She was the best part of Batman v Superman. Lasso, she was the only. Did you see you the Flash costume? Yeah. Make you tell the truth. What is that? I'd rather have the Flash costume from the CW show. How come the TV shows can get it right, but the big blockbuster movies can't? Zack Snyder. Exactly. What did I tell you before? And Warner Brothers. I know some people love the guy. His mom. That's about it. That's about it. He's got to go. Uh, yeah, I... I shouldn't I be saying that, but... <laughs> I'll give it a shot. So do you think there's a chance we can get Zack Snyder to the comic expo? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> In yeah, a couple I, of years, he won't be directing, so you probably could get him pretty easily. Now, uh, I love the, the DC Universe. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love Marvel. I love DC. But I like DC. I like the villains more. and Captain Cold? And uh, they just—I don't know—they just seem like they made them all muted in the movies. Yeah. It's all dark and gleary and gloom. And I'm hoping maybe this is the only what I'm hoping for is at the end of Justice League they turn the corner and, and hope and inspiration is everywhere and kind of like Darren Cook's take on the 
superheroes. Yes. That's what I love. Well, I hope at the beginning of the movie, you have a big, dark, gritty film. Somebody walks up to the camera, cleans the lens, and it's all bright, and everybody, and then they go about their way, <laughs> in, about a, their way. in a good movie. Yeah. Ben Affleck shows up on the screen, somebody shoots him, he's dead. Yeah. I couldn't see what half of was going on in the Batman verse. You make it so dark, they're fighting. I know they're fighting, but I don't know who's punching who and what's going on. I'm like, I just hear, I'll be honest, you probably are better for not seeing what's going on. I'll be honest. It probably would have been better. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll watch Justice League. Jeff, we'll see it opening night. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah. I'm thinking about seeing Lego Batman opening night. How come the Lego movies can get those DC superheroes right, <laughs> but Warner Brothers can't? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Uh, it's going to take, take them having two, three flops in a row. My fear is that they are going to two, three Didn't flops. Didn't they already? Well, they're going to have a couple flops in a row. And Again. Then, and then you know what's going to happen? They're going to be like, oh, superhero genre is over and let's move on. That's my fear because he's done. he'll do so many stinkers in a row. Or they'll reboot it again. Or they'll reboot it again. Well, they, they need to reboot it. It worked well for Spider-Man the second time. I mean, how can Marvel make this many great movies in a row? Fabulous movies with characters that nobody knew who they were. They got the right person in charge? Because they got the right person in yeah, charge. Yeah, but Jeff Johns has taken over for DC. I'm optimistic so we'll about Jeff goes. Johns. I like Jeff Johns. His take on Green Lantern was amazing. Probably my favorite series. But how series. do you go from... Okay, because Marvel got it right on, out of the gate. <clears throat> and all, every movie they've come after, I don't know how they do it. Well, Iron Man 3. I still enjoyed it. It's still a good movie. It was movie, enjoyable, I but... I, I think the, the key to that for Hollywood is, like they, like they did for Peter Jackson with The Lord of the Rings, you got to let a fan be involved in the process. If you stay... A complete dickhead, you know, Hollywood executive that doesn't know what they're doing, or doesn't know about the genre, or doesn't understand the, you know, the medium, then uh, they'll just screw it up. Which could be what happened with DC out of the box. Whereas, I think uh, Marvel had a better chance because they had people that liked it, and they were fans of it, of the genre and the medium, and said, "Yeah, let's do this." No, well, they were making until they started time travel. DC was making a movie. Yeah. That's the way that probably was perceived. Well, I think one of the biggest yeah. problems was, like I said, Zack Snyder didn't want to make DC movies. He wanted to make movies and then put those characters into his vision instead of having visions of those characters. He did some really good on Sucker Punch. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, it's a great movie. No, no, no. He should be able to make the movies that he wants to make. Just, just don't ruin other uh, characters. You could ruin it. At this point, they're going to have to reboot it. And then I'm going to have to see another Batman origin movie. Did you know <laughs> Did you know his parents died? Who? Bruce Wayne. Did you know that? Because no. I haven't seen it enough. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it at Batman's all. Batman's my favorite character, and I'm, I'm even like, I don't fucking care about his parents anymore. Jesus. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't uh, kind of reboot Spider-Man in the last Captain America movie, Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, True, but you know what? If if he comes to the Cincinnati Comic Expo and explain himself, eh, maybe we'll give him a chance. That's the opportunity for him to come to the fans. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And say why he's doing what he's doing. Right? We're throwing down the gauntlet. That's right. Not Tara Reid though. Uh, what do you got next? You really want? I bet you, you secretly want Tara. Oh, he does. Oh, he's God. so in love. He's with trying Tara to reverse Reed. psychology. Now that he's saying she, he doesn't want her to show up, he's hoping that she'll show up just to spite him. You like her, don't you? No, yes, he does. no, no. You, you deeply? Oh, yes, he does. No. 
It's all right. Uh, Prefer women he, that he was like. Oh, I loved her in Alone in the Dark. That's why I'm. Oh, oh God, <laughs> Christian Slater was the bomb in Alone in the Dark. You want to meet Christian Slater? Oh God, yes. Gleaming the cube. He was man. down at Walmart as the greeter. I was saying hi to him a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Walmart doesn't even hire greeters anymore. I don't know why you keep saying What's that. Your favorite um, <laughs> Christian Slater movie. Oh, I'll pump up the vol- volume. Really? Would yeah. you like, like whale sperm with that? Why? Because there's nudity at the end. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood. I love that. Oh, there you go. You know what? God, You're done. That's that right. Movie. Robin Hood. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. No. And you, you know what was the best part about that movie? Costner nailed the British accent. Oh, Perfectly. You can't get better than that British accent. I watched that movie about a year ago, and I was like, it's still a good movie. You know that? Have guy? you seen the uncut oh, version? That was his character from Tin Cop and, you know, fucking <laughs> tights and a bow and arrow. Have you, seriously, have you seen the uncut version? No. It's about 20 more minutes. And it makes much more sense what the bad guys are no. Nottingham's doing. He's trying to expand his land and working with the other uh, kings around his, that uh, land. It was very interesting. So there's a director's cut of this? Yeah, movie? I got it. It's awesome. It's amazing. I got it on Blu-ray, but I think I just got the plane cut. This is hurting my yeah, Robin, <laughs> Robin Crash Hood. What? You didn't like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? How do you not like it? Because it was Rick? terrible. You're terrible. Oh, Alan Rickman like was Rick the Rick only good thing in I that movie. I'll cut Rick your heart out with a spoon. Yes. But why a spoon, cousin? Because <laughs> it's dull, you twit. It will hurt more. <laughs> that was by Alan Rickman. I think that was pretty damn good. I'd say wrong, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think that was... That movie was great. Now See? Uh, Can you come on every week and help no. me? I never get support. Bastards. <laughs> you want to watch? You really did not like that movie. No. Oh, I hated that movie. No. Really? I mean, hell, as bad as it was, the uh, Russell Crowe uh, Robin really Hood was better. In it. Mm. And he was a Okay. He was great. He threw a sword and killed yeah. the witch. Yay. Yes. Oh, God, it was terrible. No. Fryer Tuck. Oh, oh, no. They went to Ewok Village? How great was Yo, that? No, that was terrible, they Ewok went to Village. E- they built Ewok uh-huh. Village. Matter of fact, they had a toy that was the Ewok Village. Yeah, they used Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, used all the toys from Return of the Jedi to do uh, the uh, the figures. Uh, like, the Gormorian Guard was Friar Tuck. Oh, God. They used that same mold to do Friar Tuck. They just changed some of the coloring. Wow. I'm not kidding. The place yeah. said Friar Tuck and Tusks. And... <laughs> they did have a so very... So Friar simple... Tusk? No, they took the tusks. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. God. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's go. All right. Uh, next, well, just yeah. the listener feedback. Now, we got uh, from uh, Amy Whalen at uh, Amy K. Whalen. Ah, your number one uh, fan. Otherwise known as Culture Babble. Culture Babble. She says, uh, made it almost six whole minutes into your podcast episode 158 before you all made it feel real uncomfortable. And, and my question is, what's so uncomfortable talking about home furnishings like carpets and drapes? I know. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. At least we waited an hour nine to make it uncomfortable <laughs> this week. Andrew, yeah. No, I thought it was funny. Amy tweeted that out. What talking about. <laughs> oh, Andrew, it's going to get very uncomfortable here. Hey, hey, we're talking hey, about here. No, home improvement shows, you know, they're all the rage these days. I don't understand. And Amy tweeted that out about six minutes, and Jason and I both responded, like, within seconds of each other. He's like, so that's a record, eh? And I'm like, oh, but it's not a record. <laughs> so what you got next? All I got to say is that that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's favorite part of the show. Oh, yeah. You know what time it's for? This one's coming from 
Nick. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Right. I have to admit, there's a little weird having a guy next to me and doing this. <laughs> I don't Nick know. says, going out on a limb. Is it a foot long? In question for Jeff this time. As a pros of what? Any other time? Yeah. <laughs> Aces. Babylon 5. Or Deep Space 9. Is he talking about the porn? <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're so, welcome. Uh, the answer is Babylon 5. Have you seen Deep Space 9? Uh, a couple episodes. Oh, okay. Andrew, have you seen Babylon 5 or Deep Space Nine? No. Okay. All right, that's from uh, Jeff's number 2.54 fan. Blake, have you seen any of those? Babylon 5 or Deep Space Nine? Uh, yes, I have. Are you fans? No. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you ask me questions like that, and I feel terrible. Why? <laughs> I feel like I should watch all this stuff. And I can't keep up with everything. There's like a gazillion TV shows. Yeah, how dare you not be able to keep up with stuff that was out 20 years ago? <laughs> because if I watched stuff 20 years ago, then I wouldn't be able to keep up with the current stuff. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, don't worry. You can just be like me and DVR it and then watch it like six years later. Yeah, uh, and then end up DVR and everything. I know. <laughs> uh, go to the Pop Culture Cafe. Oh, uh, yeah. Pop Culture Cafe says... Uh, this is for Andrew. This is for Andrew. What are your thoughts on the yeah. Phoenix Comic Con <laughs> charging volunteers to work at the convention? He's going to take a no comment on this one. That's already been changed. Has it? Yeah. and it's You go on Facebook, you can read about it, but I'm okay. not going to comment on it. Okay. <laughs> so they decided I they did made not a realize a bad decision. Um, they came back out and said they're going to... It's going to be... Um, they're eliminating their whole volunteer just, thing just now. Just go on Facebook. That's their business. <laughs> they handle it how they need to handle it. <laughs> so what kind of comic convention has volunteers and then decides, you know what, we're going to charge people to work as volunteers for the convention. That's just a bad business model. You know what? Did anybody of these people know anything about public relations? You know, Leave Bronson uh, Pinchot alone. He's in charge. Seriously. <laughs> I think mean, that's a shit move to do. That's really crappy. You know what? Go. You know what? Nobody volunteer and make them sons of bitches pay for all the shit now, and then they'll be losing money. It won't be as profitable. Send your complaints to Blake at Graphic Novice. What's there to complain about? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking common sense. How big is the Phoenix Comic Con? We're looking at you, Phoenix. How big is Phoenix? Is it a decent yeah. size one? They report a hundred thousand. Really? That's what's been reported. Oh, okay. Are those Trump alternative facts? <laughs> <laughs> Obi has, has eight million listeners. Alternative facts. <laughs> or is that vetted? Or is this vetted information? I've never been to Phoenix. I have nothing against their show. I don't know anything about Phoenix. I know I know of Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. I've never been there. You know of the city Phoenix? I know. Yeah, I, know. I know Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like I should. All right. Well, you know I, what? I'm not to know exactly what's going on yeah. with their situation. Yeah, but you don't have to know what's going on to spout. A, yeah, you don't a, have to have no, This yeah, is America. Exactly. You do not need to have any. I'm not going to give an opinion on this topic. Put it that way. All I'm going to say is hashtag not my Comic Con. <laughs> I'm not going to give an opinion on this topic. Moving on. Uh, anyway, so next follow up question they had was Do you guys have any plans on seeing the Baywatch movie? No. Yes. <laughs> not in the theaters, but when it's on whatever cable network, I'll watch it. Maybe. I like Zach Efron. When I'm home alone Ooh. by myself. At I'm night. sorry, I'm a huge. Oh, you know, you probably know who I like. Zach Efron. No. 
The Rock. Yes. I love The Rock. I love The Rock. I thought so, you were going to say The Hasselhoff. We are wrestling I thought you were going to say Pamela Anderson. <laughs> of the uh, 80s and 90s, yes. Okay. Okay. Just checking. All right. And then uh, to wrap it all up with uh, Professor Number One at Doctor Number One, says, uh, which do you like more? Really? Trump's approval rating of 32% or Paul Blart, Mall Cop, with a 33% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what? I'm going with Trump. Because fuck Paul Blart. Fuck Kevin James. Uh, do I have to like either of them no. more? Freaking. Okay, so. For purposes of I mean, us not being labeled as dissenters, we should say Supreme Overlord Trump. <laughs> oh, yes. We like Supreme Overlord Trump. We don't want any executive order uh, ceasing us from podcasting anymore. And I blame you, Jeff, because I've started to watch Kevin Can Wait. That's not my fault. I stopped a long time ago. I figured this is a good thing because I watch it and then I hate tweets. You hate watched it. I hate watch a lot. And I tweet (laughs) to a lot of our fans, some of our fans that know my disdain for Kevin James. And I always tag Kevin James' official Twitter account just so he knows how much I hate him. And I feel like it is a horrible, horrible show. And it just got picked up for more episodes. It is a horrible, horrible show. Oh, my gosh. Didn't we just complain about too much hate in the world? (laughs) No, this is justified. This is justified. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. So, Andrew, how much do you like uh, Kevin James? Is he coming to the expo? Kevin James or Leah Remini? I love Kevin James. (laughs) No Leah Remini? (laughs) No, I take back the Robin Hood nice comments I made about you. I like Kevin James. Have you seen him? I love him in the Pixels movie. I know you guys may not like the Pixels movie. I love the Pixels movie. (laughs) You know what? Blake was just talking about eight hours ago about how we all should have different voices and, you know, people that have different opinions. You know, we need to talk. So this is good that you like Pixels. I love Pixels movies. It's it's funny. Mm -hmm. It's a movie I can watch with my kids. Mm-hmm. They love the video game aspect to it. Do you, you don't like your kids? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, do you hate your kids? You make them watch Pixels? <laughs> we probably watch Pixels. I'm not lying. About 50 times in my house. Wow. Ooh. Does Adam Sandler after the 50th show come to your house and thank you? <laughs> uh, you know, one of my favorite movies is that's my boy. So. Oh, that's right. We did talk about this last time. <laughs> yeah, we did. I like Adam Sandler movies. I know. So, so you like the ridiculous Conditional. I go on after the shampoo. Well, that, that's actually the good one. I like Billy Madison. <laughs> and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Mr. Deeds. I like all those movies. Mr. Deeds was not horrible. You know what he reminds me of? It's like he, him is like one of those actors that I remember like growing up as a kid. Like They just had tons and tons of movies like Chevy Chase, um, uh, John Candy. He's like one of those guys that just, even though like... They're pigeonholed to like a comedy role. I don't, they don't even think they I, embrace it. They just keep making them. Yeah, I don't even think he was that good on SNL. No, I was kind no. of annoyed with Opera Man. Oh God, was Canteen Boy though? No, he was Canteen Boy with Adam Bal- <laughs> or Alec Baldwin and, and Cajun Guy. And no, <laughs> and I've not seen the Water. Bo- I have not seen the Water Boy in a long time. And I'm wondering how. Long. <laughs> and I'm. <laughs> You really stepped it up since the, the first impression that you did was so bad. You know what I watched? It's funny because we bring back series. I literally watched The Wedding Singer two days ago. That was a good movie. That's that his best. I watched I was like, damn, this movie was still... It's still. I haven't seen it in forever. It was like okay. Eight, nine years. I'll give it that credit. It was okay. It was okay. Billy Madison's okay. It has his funny moments. Happy Gilmore was awesome. I mean, getting in a fist fight with Bob Barker, I mean, that's fucking awesome. Could you get Bob Barker for the Comic Expo? Is he alive? Ah! Yeah, I don't, I think, I don't so. think he died yet. 2016 didn't get him, huh? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to check and see if he is alive. 
thing. Okay, are we done with the uh, news of the, or whatever we're doing? Listener feedback? We're done with listener feedback, I suppose. We could move on. News of the Geek? All right. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay, short inversion this week. Uh, this is just for Blake. We got tweeted this a couple times, so we had to talk about it. In a new interview with Digital Spy, Hugh Jackman stated that his new film, Logan, takes place in a different universe. It's worth noting that Old Man Logan comic book also took place in an alternate uni- feature. So basically, this is not going to be connected to the X-Men movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Jackman he says when you see the full movie you'll understand not likely <laughs> not only is it different in terms of timeline timeline and tone it's slightly different universe it actually is a different paradigm 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 <laughs> not paragon that will become clear I said this was my last one and they said make the movie you want to make he said referring to Fox and so Jim and I had, who's the other guy, uh, director, or creator, I don't know. Uh, Jim and I had this blank canvas, and we wanted to make something really different. It's a standalone movie in many ways. It's not really beholden to timelines and storylines in the other movies. Obviously, Patrick Stewart was in there, so we have some crossover, but it feels very different, very fresh. Wasn't that just the opposite of what he just said about the timelines <laughs> as a fresh take? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this next paragraph is awesome. Yeah, per Jackman, he says, following the timelines beca- becomes a chess game that you try to serve, which actually doesn't help to tell a story. And it's sort of bit of a bin. Sorry, it's sort of been a bit of a bit all over the place. Space. <laughs> try to do that one again, Blake. <laughs> and it's sort of been a bit all over the place in referring to the timelines. I'm not critical of it. X Men was the first movie really in comic book. No one thought there'd be another one, and there were different directors, different offshoots. That was his quote. So, in other words, the movies have become such a mess that Logan is just going to stand on its own <laughs> rather than attempting to find a place in the X-Men universe. screwed everything up with all these damn time travel, lazy authorship scripts. I so, like- X- X-Men was the first comic, the first movie really in comic book. Uh, we're, we're forgetting all about the, the Captain, Batman and Superman movies. Uh, Captain America with Red Brown. I think he's yeah, we're about, forgetting about that he's one. He's yeah. talking about the X, X-Men. Yeah. Those were great. The Red Skull. He didn't have a Red Skull. Uh, <laughs> he had a fedora. Yeah. Ooh. Fedora. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it was Blake, a red fedora. Blake, you excited about this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm so disappointed there's no time travel. I asked my wife if we could go see this. And she goes, well, it does have Hugh Jackman, so I'll go. And I was like, I really don't want to. Yeah. You have to <laughs> you now. like Hugh Jackman? I love Hugh Jackman. He uh, sings and dances. Gotta love a guy that does that. I like the real steel. I thought your wife actually said it's got Hugh Jackman in it. Oh, she says that to me. <laughs> yeah. For a minute there, I thought we were going to be talking about the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I thought, Hugh Jackson? What? Hugh Jackson. <laughs> no, at least Hugh Jackman wins. Ah. Uh, no, uh, I guess Logan looks good. Sure. I just I wish there was more time travel in it. I feel like that clears everything up. I hated that movie. Which one? The one with time travel in it. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like X Men First Class was good. It was. That was a good one with Kevin Bacon. He was footloose in it. <laughs> and I like uh, everything after that has been kind of disappointing. So I agree. I, I like Days I would of Future like... Past. I know you despise oh, it. God. I would like the Wolverine. I liked it. I would like the Wolverine series end with a pretty cool bang, and from what I see in the trailer, it does look pretty cool. It does look cool with little little miniature mini me Wolverine. I like how he says it's not beholden to the timelines and storylines, but 
not well obviously Patrick Stewart's in it so there is some well, there. <laughs> yeah. opportunity alternate timelines still like, have hey. same people in them come on <sighs> But not really. I mean, have, <laughs> have you read a series of comic books before? The time uh, alternate futures they always do. Mm-hmm. Come on, it, it, of course they're going to do something like that in here. I feel like the X Men comic book universe is very clean. There's never any confusing yeah. issues in the comic books. Yeah, yeah. Ever, ever. especially since they brought the original X Men from the past into the future. <sighs> yeah, it's great. Uh, we'll do a couple quickies here. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Anne Hathaway is in talks to join Rebel Wilson in the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. One doesn't need a remake. Two, it certainly doesn't need Rebel Wilson. I love that movie. The original. Yes. Would you want a remake? Do you want a remake with Rebel Wilson? And Anne Hathaway, Hathaway I could enjoy. Yeah. But does it have the same sanctity as Ghostbusters? I feel like Ghostbusters at least could be decent. You saw Ghostbusters, the remake, right? Yeah. The new one? Did yeah. you like it? I liked it. Okay. I, I got an idea. I mean, you know, this whole, obviously this whole, you know, rebooting of, well, not rebooting, these remaking of movies, you know, where they're doing the gender swapping, where it's all male-centric to all female-centric. I mean, why don't they take crappy movies that nobody's really attached to and make them better by putting women in the roles rather than taking... Movies that people have a lot of emotional exactly. To. Rebel Wilson would be so much better in Paula Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. Paula Blart. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting till next week when that gets greenlit. Or Pixelettes. <laughs> oh, Pixelettes. <laughs> Could it be called Pixies? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I hope they make a sequel to that movie. To Pixels or Dirty yes. Round Scoundrels? Really? I really, really like that. The box office says no. That's not going to happen. That's because everybody bashed before they had a chance to even get... Uh, There's a very good chance it'll end up as a Netflix movie since Sandler's got Yeah, he does uh, have the contract. ...contract with Netflix. Uh, I think Dirty Round Scoundrels is a wonderful, almost perfect uh, comedy. It does not need to be remade. So... Uh, James Cameron is getting the rights back to the Terminator franchise, Blake's favorite, in 2019 in Planes 2. Guess what's he going to do it, Blake? Reboot. Might as well. Are they going to do it with a female T-100? I don't care at this point. Does anyone care about the Terminator franchise? Get Ronda Rousey to be the new Terminator. Fine. There you go. Ronda Rousey. me. I love Terminator. I love Schwarzenegger's Terminator. I saw the last one and I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. That's so you got farther in than I did. I didn't watch the last I one. I got about two-thirds, and I don't even think I ever went back and watched it. I think I haven't seen the last two. Uh, Ronda Rousey could be in the remake, but it would only be 45 seconds. Oh. <laughs> Poor Ronda. Hey, speak for yourself. Hey. <laughs> I think he was speaking for himself. <laughs> I procreated. Shut up. Anyways. Only took 45 seconds. <laughs> Combined? <laughs> Combined, yes. <laughs> Uh, does anyone care, though, about Terminator? No? Good. Okay, yeah, moving on. What are they going to do? I, oh, they're going to throw another time travel thing into, into it? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just like oh, seeing God. you explain time travel. It is a wonderful thing in films. Oh, God, they've abused it. <laughs> I mean, they did great with Back to the Future, but after that... Well, I'm excited because James Cameron, though, can't do it until he's done with his next 17 Avatar films, so that's Good awesome. point. Yeah. Oh. Those Avatar films that absolutely zero people are clamoring for. Why is that? I, I liked Avatar. I saw no need to have. You a were the one. Or, I did like <laughs> Avatar, but I, did, I don't see any reason to. 
I feel like Avatar, I've never seen the whole thing. I've seen bits and pieces on TV. I feel like Avatar was really, like, everybody loved it. And then, like, as time went on, they started to hate it. They loved it because it was pretty cool special effects. Okay. First big 3D movie to come out since they, mm-hmm. you know, really brought back the 3D. And then everyone realized that's all it was, was Flash and... But is anyone clamoring, like you said, for three more sequels that they're doing? I don't know. Disney must be banking on it. They built a whole theme park around it. Uh, Supposedly they kind of jumped the gun because they were a little worried that Universal uh, had Harry Potter World. So they wanted something big, and Avatar was the big film at the time, and they thought it would be this giant universe. (laughs) So let's build it ten years after it came out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then Then they said, you know what? Lucas is selling Star Wars. Yeah. It's now if you turn Avatar World into Star Wars World. It's, a- yeah. it's opening this summer, Avatar World. Probably like, who in the hell greenlit this damn project? <laughs> They're no longer there. Doing yeah. <laughs> deep down. So <laughs> we paid a what's that? Uh saw Rogue One passed a billion dollars worldwide. That's actually in our box office news. Oh. Well, good job, Jeff. <laughs> we jumped the gun. Well, I'll ruin that. As but usual. Guess what's coming up next? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hobie listeners. What are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip. He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. This is Couple Things Podcast with Ray, Ben, Molly, and Michelle. Two couples discussing four topics barroom style. And you're listening to A History of Bad Ideas. A podcast that pulls out your inner geek. It's time for Box Office Bombs. So, what wasn't a bomb was uh, Star Wars Rogue One made over a billion dollars worldwide this week. Way to be, Jeff. Nice segue. <laughs> Woo! I, I saved that one. Andrew, which, uh, where's Rogue One on your all your Star Wars films? Number three. Behind Phantom Menace and uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back? No, behind Phantom Menace and uh, the Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones? Or attack? No, Clone Wars. The Clone Wars the cartoon. cartoon. Okay. okay. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your top three? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably Jedi, Empire, and then this. Jedi above Empire. Okay. Yeah. I love the space battle at the end. Okay. He likes Ewoks too. Who doesn't like Ewoks? He just like the layers. I know some enemy. people are like, the Ewoks ruined it. To me, I, you know. They weren't, like, too overly cute. They were cannibals. They were not cannibals. They were not cannibals. They didn't eat themselves. <laughs> they were eating humans, my <laughs> bad. They were meat eaters. They were carnivores. Uh, it was number two on mine. It was Empire and then Rogue One. And then what's next? Jedi. And Jedi. And then Star Wars. A New Hope. Yeah. I, th- I think Rogue One, I have to see it again before I make a final judgment. Mm-hmm. But right about now, I think I'm putting it at number one. Really? Above yep. Empire? I think it was overall the better movie out of mm-hmm. all of them. Blake, what's uh, your list? Oh, he likes Force Awakens the best. Oh, and then Phantom Menace. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I still uh, probably Empire, and then uh, Rogue One, and then Star Wars. Then Force then Awakens. Jedi. Force Awakens above New Hope? No. Oh, okay. Where do you put a Force Awakens, Andrew? Just a teeny bit below A New Hope. Okay. Almost time. I will agree with you on that. 
Twitter. Well, since they're the same, the same movie. movie so. <laughs> it is you. not the same movie. They had Thank a dead you. planet. <laughs> stars had a dead planet. star. God, I can't believe all the things they could have came up with. They came up with another, like, Death Star, only a death planet. Well, they got, like, a, a ten-year-old... And, and like, I got some ideas. We're a bad. Well, that's yeah, pretty I mean, much how instead of Obi Wan dying, we're gonna kill off Han Solo. No, you know, oh, you gotta turn down the force field. Woo, okay, Han. That was the easiest force field ever, next to the island. Yeah, yeah. The I, island. I do not turn off. I got a question. So they said they couldn't go in with the X wings because of the force field, right? Yes. But the Millennium Falcon said, "Well, we can go through war- we can go through warp speed, and that'll get us through the force field." How come the X wings couldn't? How come they couldn't do force? Their speed engines speed? just weren't as cool. I There's think so many faults with that movie. There is not many see, faults with it. You know, no. The, the problem is X wings can't do the Kessel Run and less. I don't than think X wings can do hyperspeed or to, can do hyperspeed. Can yeah, they? They can. did in at the end of the movie. They did. Well, they I guess sure. Yeah, was that bigger ship doing it? And then they just kind of went along for the ride. Oh yeah, they got it. Maybe you had to be draft with it. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's true. Yeah, they were just drafting the big ship. That Maybe went it's like first. Stargate. <laughs> Maybe it's like Stargate. It just opens up. It's a perfect yeah, film. You know, the sad the sad part is, is that the the writers blatantly knew what they were doing, and they even put it in the dialogue when they were talking about how they're going to go in and blow up the Death Planet. And Han Solo's like, well, we've done this before. We know what to do. <laughs> the first half hour was a really great movie of that. It was yeah. pretty good. I was like, I'll oh, agree. It was all right. And then all of a sudden, when, they, when I found out there's a death And then Han and Chewie showed yeah, up. And then when uh, Kylo Ren started throwing his teenage temper tantrum. Oh, I actually yeah. liked, I that was great. I liked uh, the fact that he had a teenage temper tantrum. It showed that he wasn't mature enough yet. I didn't like uh, Snooki as the bad guy. I didn't like her. <laughs> Snooki. <laughs> I refuse to call him Snook because that was the dumbest name it's for a Snow. main bad guy. Whatever. It's still a dumb name. It's Snooki. <laughs> I'm going with Snooky. She's more evil. Snooky Smoosh. Smoosh Smoosh. <laughs> or Wow or whatever. Did you see the deleted scene that just came out on that? That I guess no. it wasn't posted yet? It just came no, out the last two it? weeks with Chewbacca ripping that. Um, oh, they showed the, it? Yeah. yeah. They released it. Yeah, I did see that. Or I didn't see it, but I heard that they released it. Yeah, it's on. it's been on Facebook. Oh, because they thought it was too violent for Chewbacca to do. Meanwhile, Rogue One, everyone dies. <laughs> <That's not funny>. <laughs> <laughs> I told my kids going to that movie, and I said, you know everybody's going to die. Uh-huh. And then we got towards the end, and I was like, I told you. And then they were like, <laughs> they walked out through, I hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Everybody died. So that makes it better. Makes you it died. died. Everyone sacrificed themselves you know to get You know who didn't the- die? Those two guys in the cantina in New Hope. Those That's guys right. got off. The, they got off the planet within thirty minutes. Yeah. They were going to the ship. Yeah, they were. They're they're heading out. They said we got to get to Tatooine quick. I got somebody's Happy army. Hours. To... <laughs> That's right. I got some people to threaten in Tatooine. Some intergalactic bar hopping. <laughs> they Ubered it. It was nice to see them in it. I did like it. I, I like how they put a lot of elements of a lot of the other Star Wars movies into it with cameo scenes. That was pretty cool. That, that, that made A New Hope to me almost a better movie. It did. Yeah, you, you'll never be able beginning. to watch A New Hope again ever, you know, differently for the rest of your life. You will never see it the same way. Now, a question I've had about it, uh, I've got a friend who really has some major problems, the fact that they didn't have the opening crawl. Oh, yeah. And the fact that they didn't do their uh, wipe 
uh, yeah. transitions. He's like, I'm fine. It's a Star Wars movie. You need those things in it. I'm fine without the opening crawl. You think it would have been better with? No. no. I don't need an opening crawl. I like that it was put right in. Have a good day. It was a Star Wars movie, but it's uh, like its own little universe. I'm fine with that. Hmm. Did you have any issues with uh, Grand Moff Tarkin there? Like everybody's no, I, I knew like he was CGI. I yeah, fairly quick, and I was just like, eh, it's fine. It, it's acceptable. I, I know. I, I noticed it was, and it was acceptable. And I thought, honestly, I thought Leia was perfect. See, the I CGI. thought it was different. I thought Tarkin looked better than Leia. See, I thought yeah. Leia looked better than Tarkin. I they well, both looked all right. <laughs> Nineteen-year-old uh, Carrie Fisher looks better than sixty-three-year-old Peter Cushing. Sure, I'll give you that. <laughs> but, but I thought the CGI on even with Tarkin looked better than the CGI. Did you on say Peter Cushing is not a sex uh, symbol? Uh, not uh, he's that old in his okay. career. It, it, I'm an ageist. I don't okay. like old people. You are old people. I know, and people older he's than me. So much self-loathing. <laughs> you have gray hair. You don't have to be old to have gray hair. It doesn't. It helps. Uh, <laughs> we're having a family come over, one of our good friends, and they got uh, three kids. They have not seen a single Star Wars movie yet. And you uh, let them in your house? Well, well, we're going to show them Star Wars movies. And I was debating like how I should show it to them because they all want to come over um, and watch it in the movie room. So I'm thinking I'm going to go old school. Last, Phantom Menace. Last thirty minutes. <laughs> last thirty minutes of Episode Three. Then you go to. Uh, Nope. Rogue One, then A New Hope, and then Empire, and then you watch them yeah, in order. I think we're gonna do it. Is how they released them? That's the what you've got to watch them. How they and I'm not gonna have them way. watch the original three, not the original three, the, the prequels. So we're just gonna. I'm gonna tell them they don't exist. These are good. The, good person. These are the six yeah. movies. He save them a lot of angst. Or five movies right now. These are the oh, five well, that's how you count the cartoon. No, save them six <laughs> hours of pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say these are the five movies. There's other ones that, but those are generic ripoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was some hack. Got his hands on the control of these. And... Leave me alone, George. Uh, what else bomb? What bombed at the box? Oh office? yeah, that's right. We're doing bombs. Uh, Patriots Day just another six million and is down forty nine percent from its last weekend. It has only made twenty three and a half million, a total of twenty six worldwide. <laughs> yes. Wow. So no one outside of the U S cares about it. Made two point five million worldwide on a forty five million dollar budget. Or Marky Transformers. I think Marky, yeah, isn't going to do well on I that. I guess there won't be a sequel to it. All right. Now, I know it's technically a bomb. Monster Trucks has <clears throat> made $22 million. $42 million worldwide on a budget of $125 million. Andrew, Te if you say you like this movie... We're going. Technically, I don't know if we can talk anymore. <laughs> technically, it's a bomb, but it made more money than they were actually expecting since it's been on the shelf for two years, and it's actually getting positive. January 2014 was when they fixed. Yeah. Wait, they made this movie in 2014. It's yes, just not getting rid they of made it in 2013. It was originally Scheduled slated for to be 2014. But they realized it was so bad. They just said, "Let's just." They took the write down. Paramount uh, did a write down in their uh, books last year for this of 115 million. They put it on their books last year. As a write-down, yeah. So why it makes money this year? Well, then they might have to redo their books, but... I don't think it's going to. <laughs> it's not going to make a lot of... 40-some million dollars. Worldwide. 40-some worldwide, it costs them 125 to make. And it's already... Well, they did 22 in the U.S., right? Total, in three weeks. Oh, in three weeks. Yes, two yeah. or three weeks. And they said, it's, I think it was at number eight this week. 
I saw the trailer for that. That looks awful. Oh, it looks yeah. horrible. It look, but apparently, it's actually getting good it reviews got for people. Reviews. For people coming out, I mean, critics hate it. Yeah. But the the, the uh, audiences coming out are are giving it decent Just like reviews. Pixels? Probably. <laughs> you might enjoy it. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. But 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 it's got havoc in it. Hey, uh, MacGyver. Same the guy. New MacGyver. <laughs> new MacGyver. Or the old Havoc. Because I was craving a MacGyver show. <sighs> what do you got, Jeff? Um, oh, yeah, I was talking Rogue One. The reason I even brought it up, Yeah. four movies this year, over a billion dollars. Zootopia? Zootopia. Uh, Finding Dory. Oh, okay. And Captain America Civil War. Huh, colon. Colon. Civil War. So all four movies, Disney properties. That was a good year. Hey, Blake, good thing uh, that Disney really ruined uh, Star Wars and the Marvel Universe. Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this week, number one, Split made $40 million in its opening weekend on a $10 million budget. That's good news. Go M. Knight. He's coming back. Coming back strong. Uh, hoping to get a sequel to The Village. <laughs> the, or The Happening. <laughs> oh, God, The Walking the Trees. God. Oh. oh. Triple- the trailers were good for The Happening. Everyone's jumping off the building. Yeah, it's like, what's going on? We gotta watch this movie. It was the trees. Yeah, it was the trees. Triple uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage, made $20 million in its opening week on an $85 million budget. Nope. Wow, $85 million they overpaid for Triple yeah. X. If that was a $20 million budget, then okay, maybe. Hidden Figures made $16.5 million, a total of $84 million on a $25 million budget. Maybe it just keeps going. It does. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember that with the Oscars. I think, was that up for Best Picture? I don't think it was up for Best Picture. Th- I'll double-check. I think it was because they were like 9 or 10 for Best Picture. I there was 9 this made year. It. Uh, Sing! Made 9 mi- Oh, God, my throat hurts on that. <clears throat> Did you see Sing? Sing made $9 million. Good man. Total of $249.5 million on a $75 million budget. I still want to know who's going to this movie. Mm. And La La Land made $8.5 million, a total of $84 million on a $30 million budget. Can we please stop talking about La La Land? I'm sure it's a good film, and I'm intrigued to see it, but I'm so tired of hearing about it. Yeah, well, next month it's going to win all the Academy Awards, then we'll talk uh. about it more. It's going to win. I know it is. I mean, the and only the only it. reason it won't win is because people are burnt out on hearing about it, but... I'm so tired of... It's like when the artist won. It's like, oh my god. Did, did I, you see uh, Saturday Night Live this week? Yes, I did. When they uh, arrested Aziz. Arrested Aziz sorry because he said he didn't really like he, it. He liked it, he but liked he didn't it, love it, it. He didn't love it. It got slow there in the middle. He fell asleep Sleep. at one point. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking, sorry, for best picture, so keep going. Uh, upcoming this week, January 27th of 2017. Resident Evil, colon, the final chapter. Uh, I've seen every Resident Evil. I don't know if I can watch this one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to think if I've seen any Resident Evil. Do you if watch I did, Resident Evil? I've seen just the first one. Did you like it? Yeah, it's all right. Eh. I, I used to have them all on DVD, and then I was like, why do I have these all on DVD? <laughs> uh, also upcoming, Resident Evil, colon, a dog's purpose. Uh, according to Peta. Oh, yeah, that's getting a lot of flack. Yeah, now. that's not good. 
Uh, I saw where Josh Gad, who does one of the voices, and the director are both like, what the hell's going on? Because like none of them were apparently on set the day this incident happened. Well, yeah. he, Josh Gad just did voice, so he went on set. I'm sure ever. the director wasn't either. And the, and the, the director, I suppose this was a second unit thing or something, yeah. and, and the director's like, this is the first I'm hearing about this. What the hell? So basically it's a dog that gets reincarnated every single time. I don't even know That's what, what the it story looks like. is. But... He gets reincarnated with a new owner every time. Oh. So that sounds like hell for the dog. I don't want to be a dog anymore. But uh, but if you like being a dog, it sounds like a great thing. Uh, best picture is La La Land, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, The Arrival, <laughs> Fences, Lion, Hidden Figures, Hexall Ridge, Hell or High Water. So Hidden Figures is in there. Yes, it is. Stand corrected. La La Land's going to win because, you know, Hollywood can't resist celebrating a movie about itself. They yeah. don't know why the Oscars ratings are down either. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, buy, sell. No, oh gold. wait, I'm sorry. Gold, gold is coming out this week. I have too. no. I saw just saw the trailer for it tonight. Oh, and what is it? I have no idea. It's about gold. There's gold. a lot of gold in it. Gold in them bar hills. Yeah, pretty much. Is it the gold rush? I think it's the fe- uh, thief I movie. Like gold. <laughs> All right, buy sell. Would you buy sell James McAvoy? Uh, or the stock in James McAvoy's career? How's that? Andrew, would you buy or sell the stock in James McAvoy? No comment. Oh, you can't comment on something like that, damn it. Uh, I'm Can you s- get James McAvoy as a guest? <laughs> he just said no comment. Uh, I'm going with, uh, I'll buy. I'd buy. I'd, I'll I buy. think I mean, he's got a long career ahead of him. I like him. Is uh, he British? Yes. Okay. Scottish. Is he oh. Scottish? He's by Scottish. Yeah, Scotland is on the Isle of Great Britain, so yes, he's British. Okay. Blake, are you buying or selling? Uh, you know what? He's um, got a like, great... Um, you your can't be movies. looking at your re, re, your movies on your phone when he's coming out. Hey, I'm researching stock. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he did do Victor Frankenstein. Oh, he did, yeah. Um, I guess based upon his X-Men performances. Yeah, I'll buy it. Okay. And then we're going into Vin Diesel. Andrew? No comment? <laughs> no comment. I never really got into Vin Diesel. But, but he is Groot. He is Groot. And he's an avid Dungeons & Dragons player. So I'm buying stock well, in him. I'll buy that then. I'm buying okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I am Groot? <laughs> I'll buy, because just based on Groot. I wonder, does he do baby Groot? Oh, I'm sure he does. I am Groot. <laughs> I don't think that's him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I really am excited about Guardians. <laughs> Volume 2. God. Did I you get never, Chris Pratt? I never knew. He has some delicious abs. I never knew Jason would be excited about <laughs> Have you seen his abs? Not in person, but I'm just saying, he has what? some good abs. I never knew he could be he so excited He used to be heavyweight, didn't he? I know. <laughs> that gives us all inspiration that we can all do it. Well, yes, if we work out 16 hours a day. <laughs> we were married to Anna Ferris. Yeah, I think he said he's going back to being fat when this is all, all done. <laughs> uh, okay, what? Anything else? Uh, no, I think it's time for our uh, top five. Excellent. What, what's our top five, Jeff? Uh, well, according to our little outline here, top five favorite fantasy films from the 1980s. It's a lot of F's in that sentence. This is based on Andrew. Uh, this is Andrew's fault because you watched Willow last week and you said you loved that movie 
I said, you know what? When you come on to the show, let's do top five fantasy films from the 80s. I thought this would be an easy list. There's a lot of shit that came out in the 1980s. There was that a were lot of films. good yeah. things on there. I had a hard time Maybe calling I it fucking down. Beastmaster on it. <laughs> when, when I started looking at the series, I realized the 80s was a great decade for fantasy movies. No. No. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, Andrew, you're the guest. What's your number five? If we steal yours, you need to let us know. Or if you, you steal oh. one of ours. Number five. Yes. Some of these could cross over into action, but I, I think these are all fantasy movies. Okay. That's fine. What's your number five? <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Before we, we uh, go to my number five. <laughs> yes. Can I talk about a movie that I thought I was going to like, but I didn't like after repeat viewing? Well, you anyway, can do that in the honorable mentions at the end. We'll do it at the because end. Because it's probably it. going to be on one of our lists. So then you can tell us then why you hate it. And I'm going to be really <laughs> mad at you if I know what your number five is because you started to say it. I'm going to hate you right now. It's your number one? Just go ahead. What is it? What's your number five? Princess Bride. It's my number one, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Take it off the board already. <laughs> Put it on the board. Put it's it on the board. mention for me. What? What? The greatest film of the 80s. Well, fantasy film. Well, I'm going. I got other fantasy ones that I oh. fit the uh, you know fit I, the category better. I had a hard time reading my chicken scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, let me get the light here for you. <laughs> and I can't read because there's there no go. light here okay. in the stadium. But I have I have a list of 18 movies that I had to pick from. And How so, like good ones? Yes. Yeah. And no, so that, like real quick, I had to go through five, and I I skipped <laughs> Princess Bride. Now I'm really upset with myself. That's right. Somebody could, you know, take a number, take it off your list. Number one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, my number. Well, oh, you know what? That was my tie for number five. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> what's your number five? Uh, my number five. One of the greatest soundtracks ever. Uh huh. Yeah. Flash Gordon. Oh, Flash! Save every one of us. <laughs> Flash! Flash! We only have seven minutes to save the universe. <laughs> Queen, great soundtrack by Queen. It was a good soundtrack and a fun movie. A horrible film. Oh, it was fun horrible. to watch. And it was campy. young Timothy Dalton, campy as hell. Campy you got as hell. But it was Zoltan, uh, with his with a uh, Gimli. <laughs> he's playing a Gimli, Gimli looking motherfucker with his years, wings. Thirty years before he realized <laughs> so he was bad. Gimli. Oh, it was a great movie. Who was uh, Flash was awesome. Gordon? Uh, Sam, Sam, Sam. That was his only movie. He was in Ted. (laughs) He was in Ted. (laughs) And Ted, too. Oh, really? (laughs) I didn't see either of those, so there you go. Uh, What's your number five, Blake? Uh, My number five was a tie. One of them, of course, course was Princess Bride. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I had a hard time. When I I started going over the list, I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot on here that's tough. But uh, so I had... you know, like I said, I can't see in here, and so I had to pick five real quick out of the eighteen. <laughs> but I, but I, one of the criteria was if it's on, I'm going to stop and watch. Okay, right. It's number five. Uh-oh. Great film from 1981. Uh-huh. Had a young, sexy Helen Mirren in it. It's got Patrick Stewart. Dragon. It's got Liam Neeson. No, Excalibur. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. That was a great film. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It was a film. <laughs> I, I honestly can't judge it because, like, I tried to watch it in 1981 or whatnot, and you know, as a 10 year old, I got bored with it. So, have you seen it since? Nope. Okay. So it could be a good movie, but 10 right. year old me didn't like Come, it. Come, father, let us embrace. 
That sounds disgusting. It was. Okay. Yeah. Killed each other. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> 36 years later. God, 36 years. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Uh, my number five, uh, it was uh, King Arthur, the Jerry Bruckheimer film. All right. So you're... Okay. <laughs> I couldn't find five films from 1980s in fantasy, so I put on a film. King from... Arthur, the, the one directed by Antoine Fuqua in 2003, I want to guess. Yeah, that's it. The Jerry okay. Bruckheimer. Yeah, I'm going with that. It was you know, the 1980s. You know what? <laughs> I like the silence after you're. If we don't have enough, we just pick other things. <laughs> there's like, like I said, there's like when I pulled the list, there's like 40 plus. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And that's all you. I have a list of hundreds. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> all right, Jason. Then what's your number four? Time Bandits. I love Time Bandits. Okay. That was a good one from the 1980s. That was a confusing, Terry Gilliam. confusing and effed up movie. Oh, because the they got, it's time travel. We know what Blake's opinion <laughs> exactly. on time travel. They push Blake. the wall back. It is on my list of 18. Okay. I, I honestly don't even remember seeing it. So The whole ending with his parents in the microwave? I'm, I'm still confused. Well, I never said it was co- coherent. <laughs> is it, was it actually a movie about time bandits or a very disturbed mentally person's fascination? It was like St. Elsewhere. It was on my honorable mentions. Time bandits? Okay. Seriously, uh, was that like a? Was it supposed to be like a mental person's, a mentally ill person's it, imagination, or was it an actual storyline? You, 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 you realize it was directed by Terry Gilliam. Uh, uh, you've seen the movie Brazil. <laughs> Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? All right, my number four was uh, 1982 Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Blade Hell Runner. Hell yeah. Yeah. And they're coming out of that sequel, as we know. And yeah, I'm not sure awesome. if I like the sequel idea, but uh, love Blade Runner. It was awesome. I liked it. But it was on your list? Wake it, up. It didn't make die. my definition of a fantasy film. More sci-fi? Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of yeah, those, too. I, I didn't put that in there because I thought it was I sci-fi. did struggle with the sci-fi. That's why I did not put Empire or Return of the Jedi on my list, because I considered we're, 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 we're talking about that later, so be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well then, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, that's called a that's called a uh, tease. Uh, tease. <laughs> Jeff, what was yours? Uh, my number four. Like I said, uh, my last one had a great soundtrack. This one, you have to actually ignore the soundtrack to watch. But that is Lady Hawk. Oh, yeah. I think you've had Lady Hawk on a couple of yours. I have. It's a decent. It's it's a young movie. Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. I don't think Roderick. I even need to go on, in, but Rutger it was Howard. actually a, he does love Michelle Pfeiffer. It's hey, a fun, good story with terrible, terrible music. It was horrible. It's Eighty synth music. Eighty synth music. Oh my god, it was horrible. But you get rid of the music, and it, and it's a good movie. Hey, you know that's two Rutger Hauer movies in a row. Oh, it is. Surviving the game is one of his best ones. It, yeah. The Hitcher coming up. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I remember the Hitcher. That was scary. The first one was good. The original. The Bat- remake. Batman Begins. That uh, was a great Howard movie. Stop it. Stop but it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Howard was it. Was that your number four? My number four was Lady Hawk, yes. Uh, which, uh, is it Andrew's yeah, number it's four? Andrew's number four. King Arthur number, on there? No, no. <laughs> My number four is a movie that I have watched a lot of times when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. I used to go, um, we'd get tutoring. So I go to this lady's house and she would play this movie all the time. And it was on a device. It was called a laser disc. Yes. Ooh. So uh, with chapters. Yes. Yes. And uh, which would later become CD-ROMs. Yeah. Yes. But then you would have to get up and flip DVDs. it. It was this big, and you still had to flip it. I'm holding my hands up. It's this big, and you still had to flip it. Yep. It was the last unicorn. Oh, Okay. I don't. That's know a that movie one. I feel like should be made in live action. Is that the cartoon? Yes. Okay. 
with the with the red wool mm. and mm-hmm. I, think I did not see that. You never saw the no no. Well, that was the, the premise is a unicorn because there's a guy who is uh, a King Rainier, I think it is. He's um, he traps all the unicorns because he has an obsession with them. So uh, he traps them and he has a a, a, a red bull, just big huge red bull, all fire. The drink? No, no, not the drink. <laughs> a big red bull. A actual red bull. And he cuts <laughs> down all the unicorns. The red bull does, and he mm-hmm. drives them out to the sea in front of the guy's castle. So he has them there all the time. And there's one unicorn left, and he's always looking for it. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's a definitely a fantasy movie, and um, it sounds like an allegory for child sexual abuse. Right? <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> My number four. So, so is I'm the, depressed now, man. So is the last unicorn better than Uni the unicorn from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Oh God, I hated Uni the unicorn from the D and D cartoon. <laughs> this is not like a, a cute movie. Oh, you know, I mean, it's. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I would say it's kind of a serious take. Yeah. Okay. So serious. Okay. I wouldn't say like serious, serious, but you know, I mean, it's not heavy metal, but it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's not they heavy metal. Disguise, they got to disguise the unicorn, so the magician who's trying to be a magician turns her into a human, and then ah. uh, the king finds out about it because they're living in his castle. So it's uh, it's a pretty interesting movie. I can't believe you guys never seen this before. I'm gonna have to look it up now. I'm scared to watch. I it. saw it on beta. You saw it on beta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I watched your... it recently. They had a remastered of it, and I said, oh, "I haven't seen it in a long time." So, does it still hold up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some movies don't hold up, but it's a cartoon, so it's kind of timeless. Yeah, you know, how cartoons <laughs> can be. It's. I don't know. It's not like corny special effects or anything. It's a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, movies don't hold up because the special effects are so bad. Oh, there's a lot of them that do that. You're right. Yeah. Uh, what's your number three? All right, I love this movie, Masters of the Universe. That is my number three. Is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> the live action or animated? Live, live action. action. When it at the end so of the movie, bad. when Dolph London <laughs> pulls out the sword and says, "I have the power, man," oh, I got shivers on my. You know, what about when Skeletor comes up from the end after the credits and I will be back or something? And he like wasn't. That. And then we're all like a sequel, and yeah. then it never happened. And then we're like, okay, this is going to take place on Eternia. Where's everybody at? Why do we have this little troll thing? What the hell? Where's Orca? Orco. Yeah. Orco. Orco wasn't even in the movie? No. Oh, what about terrible. Fisto? Fisto was not in the movie. <laughs> Fisto's not in the movie. He's no. in the porn version. Uh, <laughs> what's her, it had a early appearance by, uh, what's her name? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox is in it. It was. I enjoyed it. It was a so very that before or after she was dancing in the dark with Bruce. I think it was after. Okay. Well, I think it was eighty seven. What was the name of her character? Woman O. Eighty seven came out. No, she Woman was a human. They went to Earth, which is the dumbest thing. I didn't like She's that they went to Earth. Finalia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also they had um, the the uh, principal from Back to the Future. Um, Huey Lewis. No. Oh. The principal. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the bald guy. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, yeah, I had my show last year. <laughs> oh god i do remember now oh now i can't remember i had him at a show in the 2015 um john uh, uh, george james tolkien yeah. james tolkien yeah, yeah look at that i'd get there eventually you can, you can rent it for 3.99 he has a classic line that nobody takes nobody takes pop shots at louis <laughs> frank logella he chewed the scenery in that oh, god good for him um, i love that movie i did i enjoy it i enjoy it i mean it's not like i would expect it he-man to be Hey, what's no. your what's your name? Man at Arms. No, I said what's your name? Man at Arms. That was I'm not asking for your job. What's your name? Man at Arms. That's his military name. God. Better than Stinkor. 
Stinker. Moss man. Moss man. Roboto. Uh, Roboto. <laughs> Mecha neck. The guy that had the neck that just Mecha neck. <laughs> that was that was the stupidest character. Mecha neck <laughs> power. I got a neck that gets really long. <laughs> I, have bin- I have binoculars. It's the same thing. We're fine. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. If Robert was <laughs> behind the wall, we got to peer over. He's we'll always ready to take action. He was actually better though. Like he said, Moss Man. What's your power? I'm made of moss. I smell. <laughs> Uh, what's your number three, Jeff? Uh, my number Fisto. three is The Empire Strikes Back. And I think yeah. that's sci-fi. It's fantasy. Eh. If the, if there was science in the movie, there was more science in Flash Gordon than there was in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, I guess you two, your, two your picks then. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't yell at me if Flash Gordon was too sci-fi. I think I was more stunned that you picked Flash Gordon. <laughs> you know I like that movie. I know you do. I, I left all Star Wars out because I just assumed they would be sci-fi. You handcuffed me to the seat and made me watch Flash Gordon on vacation one year. Do you want me to get into my rant about why uh, Star Wars is fantasy and not science fiction? You did that on episode two. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but nobody heard episode two. Please go. Actually, no, people do go back. Don't don't listen to the first five. Please don't listen to the first five. I mean, it's... Um, it, th- to be science fiction, there has to be it. an advancement of an investigation of a scientific principle. There's nothing in Star Wars that they're they're advancing, or no science in there at all. Hyperspeed. It's real. Anyways, yeah, you know, you know what? There's as much science in George Lucas's uh, uh, American Graffiti as there is in Star Wars. Like we've got combustion engines in our cars is as much science as we can drive in hyperspace. That's it. There's no investigation. There's no furthering. It's fantasy in space. What about land speeders? <laughs> I, they exactly. Hover. Same thing. I don't, think, I don't think you know what science... Uh... Yeah. Uh, move on. <laughs> Blake, what I don't think you three? know what science is. Thank you, Mr. Trump. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what Jeff said. Don't. What's your number three? All right, number Park three. Present alternative facts. Yes. Yeah, alternative <laughs> science. <laughs> alternative science. <laughs> alternative science fiction is what Star Wars is. Alternative science fiction. I mean, I'll tell you, no, number three, I actually, uh, for this movie, 1988, I actually based a D&D character off of uh, Mad Mardigan. Yeah, Willow. And also, you know, a fascination with redheaded uh, Joanne Wally. I brought a picture. <gasps> so we could look at it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is Joanne Wally. <sighs> How old was she in this? <sighs> old enough. <laughs> that's somebody we should have at the convention. I agree. <laughs> I assume hey, that's why you, you know have her picture. We have we have a stock photograph of Remy LaCroix if you like to see it. <laughs> Do you know who Remy LaCroix is? <laughs> I'll get that for you here in a second. <laughs> it's a gift from a listener. <laughs> a listener sent this in for us. Jason you know, to get unfortunately, out of she became Joanne Wally Kilmer after the movie. She yes. did marry Val Kilmer, but uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but her brother went on to be killed in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, see, Remy LaCroix is a beautiful porn star that uh, Blake has a fascination with until I started impersonating her. Now he can't watch her. Anyways. He's ruined it for me. Willow is hands down. Like, that was my number one. Okay. I, I've watched that movie probably a hundred times. Yeah, well... You said you wanted to do fantasy because you just watched the movie Willow recently. I well, I said that because he, he wanted to it. like knock off your number one. 
That's right. Whole, you could have said that was the superior number one. He can make another number one. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the whole reason we're doing this list. You could have an alternative number one. one. honorable mentions, but I don't Yeah, you can have an alternative fact number one. How's that? My number three is uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, my number two is a tie. I hobied it. Uh, it was Cave Dwellers because Mystery Science Theater did a really good job on it. <laughs> was it from the 80s? Yes, I oh. did check. It is 81. <laughs> fact check. And I'm not talking about the original movie. I'm doing yeah. the Mystery Science Theater version. That's fine. Right. That's the only way you can watch Man yes. Hands of Fate. And uh, you said fantasy film, so I kind of took it to interpretation. I took uh, Karina Harney, Playboy Playmate 1991. I feel like that's a fantasy. <laughs> so I'm going with her. Uh, 1991. Uh, yeah, it's outside the 80s, but she's so good. She spans all decades. It wasn't even a movie. It was just a video of her being naked. Yes, Karina Harney. Look it up. Oh, Karina. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to make the first fantasy movie. Joke. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Yeah, you, know, you beat me this is what punch. happens when I have no fantasy films in the 90s. I was actually, I was actually behaving. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Karina. Uh, what's your number uh, two, Blake? Uh, my number two is, uh, I hope it is, I have 13 movies at number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read off my entire list. No, I'm joking. No, my number two, of course, you know, well, you know what old Jack Burt at the time would say like this? The check is in the mail. I don't know what you're doing. I don't either. You're Big right. trouble in Little China. Oh, that's right. So you really didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. That's Never saw it. on my honorable mention list. Good. It's a good movie. I never saw it. What? Never saw it? Never, Never saw, saw it. Big Trouble in China? I thought you would see that. I haven't seen it. Oh, a girl with yeah. dragon green eyes. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Shocked. Really? So are you fucking serious? I'm serious. I never saw that it. That was Kurt Russell channeling John Wayne. Well, that might have been why I didn't see it, because he's channeling John Wayne. No, it was great. It fits the movie perfectly. But, but I hate John Wayne and everything about him. But this way, this is funny. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mr. Neko. <laughs> Just brought Mecha Neck out. Oh, Mecha Neck, sorry, not Neko. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wafer. <laughs> it's Waffle Thien. Uh, what's your number two, Jeff? Waffle Thien. Uh, my number two is we're going back to great soundtracks. Uh huh. Going back to Queen again. Highlander. Fuck. Is that your number one, Jeff? It's my Blake? number one. I told you what my list was before we even <laughs> showed up here. Yeah, <laughs> Wait a minute. I still have to make it number one because it's still one of my favorite, you know, fantasy movies, 1986. It was awesome. Here we are. It was awesome. And then they ruined it with Highlander 2. Then they, that didn't like exist. They it, then they, I feel like then they did the Highlander series, which is even worse. It uh, wasn't worse than Highlander 2. Uh, I feel like Highlander Van Peebles was, one was good. Right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up right now, Jason. Can we get Mario Van Peebles to the expo? He was in Posse. Love I'm that Clyde the Clyde McLeod. Uh, Clyde McLeod. I grew up on the and in the year, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> there can only be one until we need a sequel. <laughs> and a TV series. Damn it. Give me the prize. <laughs> yeah, that's a great soundtrack. Queen, Queen's got some great movie soundtracks. They did Flash. They did Highlander. Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. <laughs> well, one song for Iron Eagle. Louis Gossett Jr. was awesome in that. Was it? Did they do the soundtrack for Iron Eagle 5? Uh, unless they kept using the same song, probably not. No. Andrew, what was your number one? Willow? Willow, yeah. Okay. You know well, my number two? You number two, yeah. We got oh, yeah, here back number two first. What's your number two? Conan the Barbarian. Oh, okay. So it's on my list. Honorable mention? No. No. You know... Uh, that uh, soundtrack again, another great soundtrack. That's great background music for Dungeons and Dragons. It is. 
Was Brigitte Nielsen in the first one? No, that's Red Sonja. Oh, sorry, my bad. Okay. My favorite part in that whole movie is when he's uh, he comes back to life and he's out there on the, I guess, the desert beach or whatever it was. Yeah. Swinging his sword around with the... That was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. You like the swords. Yeah. I nope. do like sword movies. Just not as good as Jason Momoa's portrayal, though. No, Dude, get that. <laughs> yeah. There's only one. Now, now, oh, you'll right. comment about yeah. Jason Momoa, but not <laughs> anyone. Yeah. Not James McAvoy. <laughs> interesting, interesting fact. You get Jason Momoa. The Red Sonja movie, he doesn't actually identify himself as Conan because of copyrights and all that other kind of stuff. It's all my honorable mention. But Red they had Sonja. to. But uh, he was supposed to play it, but the guy who directed the Conan or the regular film that had the film rights they wouldn't let him do it or something along those lines so they just put it, him in it anyways and they didn't refer to him as Conan <laughs> he was just the barbarian he was, just, he was, he was, just he was Cohen was kind of like Conan but Conan. he was basically playing Conan but he wasn't the funny thing is is like I already knew it was Conan Yes. Anybody who saw the movie like, oh, it's Red Sonja well, and Conan, Conan, but it's not Conan. In, in Red Sonja. And he looks like, oh, yeah. he's got the sword similar to him. But they can't use the name Conan. But it's the same thing. Yeah, that was yeah. a great movie, the Red Sonja. I haven't seen that in a long time. I wonder if that holds up. I liked Conan the Destroyer better. <laughs> was that the really? sequel? Uh, that was the sequel. That's James the one Hill. with Grace uh, Jones That's and who was Wilt Grace Chamberlain. Jones. Yeah. It was okay. Uh, uh, it was I think this was the first time that all of our number ones have been knocked out. Mine hasn't been. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh, no, nope. I guess not. What is your number one? Uh, my number one was Clash of the Titans. Yes. I didn't put it on my list because I knew he had it. <laughs> and it was an awful As film. As his number it was one. A great film. Even though I threatened to use it as my number five. Yeah, you did. Who would use your number five as number one? <laughs> oh, wait. Princess Bride. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, Clash of the Titans. And he still got Masters of the Universe for me. <laughs> 1981, Clash of the Titans. That was the last stop animation. Of uh, Harryhausen. Cinema of Harryhausen. Uh, I forgot his first name. Um, Mr. Harryhausen. Mr. Housen. Mr. <laughs> well, Harryhausen's his last name. Harryhausen. Mr. I... Harryhausen. Yeah, exactly. Because technology had finally gotten up to the point after Lucas and Star Wars. That, I mean, that was the last stop motion animation. Claymation. No, not claymation. Well, actually, there's a couple <laughs> things that were. The no, Medusa's hair. Cool. Yeah. Or Medusa. That was kind of claymation, yeah. wasn't it? The, yeah, it was the, all stop, the Caliban stop transformation. Uh, so I had cool. three legitimate films on my list, and Andrew took out two of them. Thanks. Thanks. Good. I wasn't even sure how legitimate those were. So. Time Bandits, Masters <laughs> of the Universe, and Princess Pride. Uh, I had 1985 Legend. Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise. I thought that was a Tom good movie. Uh, That's what I thought he was talking about when he was talking about The Last Unicorn. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then a great Legend had a great soundtrack. It was uh, John Anderson, I The Tangerine Dream, and it had Brian Ferry song. You know, is your love strong enough? That was pretty good. Uh, what else was on my list? I think we almost hit every other movie on this list. I had Highlander, Time Bandits, Flash Gordon, Empire, Jedi, Legend, Clash of the Titans, Excalibur, Conan, Princess Bride, Willow, Big Trouble, Little China, and Blade Runner. All these movies we talked about. Yeah. On my Did list. Did you have any other ones, Andrew? Uh, Time Bandits, Highlander, Big Trouble, Red Sonja, Call. Yeah. There was one movie. Crawl! Crawl! Oh, God. I remember the video game. Oh, there's a horrible <laughs> video game, too. Yeah. So, yeah the I have not seen that in a long time, but I put it on my list, so I do remember watching it and enjoying it, but I wonder if it... I got a feeling it doesn't hold up. I Probably. doubt it. Um, there was what, one movie that was I loved the, as a Adventures kid. in the Forbidden Zone, the 3D movie. What was that movie? Remember something in the... Adventures of the Forbidden Zone is horrible. I don't remember. I have no idea what you're talking about. It must be horrible. It was in the, in the 80s. Trust me. Look it up, Jason. I'm looking it up. All right. Here's the one movie that I watched 
uh, probably about two years ago, my kids like begged me not to make them watch it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, this is a great kids movie. And they hated it within 15 minutes. The never-ending story. I agree with them. I agree Awful with them, film. too. I loved it as a kid. I, I About two years ago, I, I bought the Blu-ray because they digitally remastered it. And I said, oh, I'm going to watch this. I go, kids, I got a great movie. It was I in the bargain in. bin for $2. <laughs> and they were like, Everybody left the room. No, <laughs> they were like, we never want to watch that again. Yeah, I, I, I know oh, it was so sorry. it was huge for people. I suppose just younger than me because I was too old for it when it came out, and apparently, like everybody thinks of that fondly or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how. I thought of it fondly until I watched it recently, and I was like, I, I was like, I don't know. Like, Although, stand them all to watch it all the way through. And just like, wow, I, I really love that movie as a kid. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Although, speaking of it, it did have a great theme song as performed by Lamal, the lead singer of Kajagugu. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. It was called uh, Blake's thing, Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, 1983. <laughs> that was a horrible, horrible <laughs> a movie. Cra- <laughs> a crash-landed salvager, Peter Strauss. Meets yeah. a waif, Molly Ringwald, and yeah. saves women from a cyborg. Michael Ironside on Terra 11. Oh, Michael Ironside? <laughs> he saves Molly women Ringwald? from a cyborg. Yeah, it's a horrible movie. It was 3D. And I remember being there in 3D. It was like a horrible Space oh, Invaders video game movie almost. Because a lot of the 3D was a guy shooting a laser is like coming right at you. Ernie, Ernie Hudson was in it. Oh, oh God. Man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, here's the best part. If you actually, you could rent it. From YouTube or from uh, sorry iTunes? <laughs> Did they actually pay you to rent it? Uh, no, <laughs> or you can go to YouTube and it's all on there for free, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> so eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Molly Ringwald's big I bring up a movie that yeah. um, hopefully you all seen, and because um, you said Empire Strikes Back, there's no science in it, so you said it's a fantasy. I got another movie. All right, that all right. I like to throw out then that I consider Ice Pirates. Oh God! Oh, I do remember that. I barely remember. Ice Was that Pirates. the funny one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I saw it. <laughs> Where they taking the, I, I remember laughing when it was on. all the men on that one planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I tried to shut it out. Uh, uh, Robert Urich, Mary Crosby, Angelica Houston, and Ron Perlman. Robert Urich. Ron Perlman's in Yeah, he's Ron got four. Perlman. He's Zeno. Zeno. Mary Crosby, didn't she uh, shoot JR? Uh, Bruce Valanche is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bruce Valanche. Yeah, you're a doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> Does he not look oh, like Bruce Valanche? <laughs> See, anyways, no. The, the worst was the time when they had the uh, the the Reds had the giveaway of the Bronson Arroyo, Arroyo hat yeah. with the hair in it, and somebody oh, came God. back from the game. And we were at the bar, and I put it on, and you're like, "Oh my God, you're Bruce Valanche!" I, I didn't want to punch <laughs> you anymore. Uh, <laughs> really? No, that was the peak of you wanting that to punch me. That was a peak. That's pretty good because I'm an asshole. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, they got it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Ice Pirates? Yes, I think I, got, I haven't seen it in forever. I'm sure you could go on YouTube for free. The only thing you I make had... your kids watch that one. <laughs> Give it a great film, <laughs> but change the DVD box to like something they want to see. Ah, sorry, Ice Pirates. Yeah, I'm about to say for Andrew, my honorable mention was uh, the Dark Crystal. Oh, <laughs> that gives me nightmare. I haven't seen it since then because how terrified it made me as a kid. It still terrifies the me. The eyeball puppies. she took oh, out. Yeah, it really wasn't made for kids, I suppose. I had uh, I did not put this on here because it was sci-fi, Flight of the Navigator. Remember that from the 1980s Disney? No, oh, yeah, that was a huge movie when I was. I love. I remember that movie. it came out, and I yeah. remember not wanting to see it. Well, and you I know remember what? Remember not seeing it. Screw you, Bruce Valanche. 
<laughs> they had the fireworks at the end of that movie, didn't they? Yeah. And he was t- there was time travel in it. <laughs> he goes back to before he got uh, lost. Yeah, Paul Rubens in it. In Fly of the Navigator? Yeah. Really? 1978, a boy travels eight No, that's wrong one. Wrong one. This is Flight of the Navigator. That's a different one. It's 1986. 1986 is the one that you're. I'm looking at. You said yeah. something about being from the 70s. I no, said, he said in 1978, a boy travels eight years into oh, the okay. future. Oh. Yeah, that is it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's got Paul right. Rubens. Yeah. He's looking for his bicycle. Joey Kramer. <laughs> it's he in was. the basement of the Alamo, I hear. <laughs> it's got Veronica Cartwright. Joey Kramer, the drummer for Aerosmith? Sarah, Jessica, Sarah Parker. Jessica Parker. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, so was that the, fight, the last yeah, unicorn? Eight years into the future, in the beginning of Sex in the City. <laughs> and when it came out that, I remember, how old was When did that come out? 86. All right, so I was eight years old. I remember being, that being a big movie and going to the theater and watching it. It's got Howard Hessman. Oh, well, it's got to be good. Yeah. Howard Hessman. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, okay, so there is your top five. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you, Andrew. Uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. And, uh, Buy your tickets now. Yes, they're half off through Monday. And uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, I think we've had this before, but it's so bad we're going to do it again. Uh, building, uh, We're going to say number 87, building Avatar Land in Disney World. <sighs> bad, I feel like that's bad a bad idea. one. That's bad. Horrible. Especially now that you own Star Wars. Yes. They that, that beat out uh, making volunteers pay to volunteer at your con. <laughs> Andrew, I'll oh, answer this one for you, Andrew. No comment. Uh, okay. uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bad. So bad, the history of bad.